This week on Lazy Hollywood, we are finally doing it again. It's Ocean's Eleven. Go. Let's go. Let's do this. Do this, Nick. Andrew Griff. Eleven. Welcome to another edition of Lazy Hollywood. You've got myself, Paul. You've got um, Andrew. You've got Griff. You've got Nick. And we are back doing both the Ocean's Elevens again. 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 Again? This is this again. again for you guys? Yeah. So it's the lost show. The lost show. The long story. A very long oh. story. Not as long as the film, but that's a long story. <laughs> the <a> long story. <laughs> 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 long. <laughs> Nick, when did the original come out? It came out in, uh, oh God, wrong one, 1960. When did the original end? Yeah, 2001. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? When did um, when did the remake come out? 2001. Perfect. Yeah. So as as the original ended, the two the the new one came out. Pretty much. We're still there. We're still there. I've never seen a film that starts with like a planned job, and it yep. takes them like, two hours to do it. Pretty much. That's because I went to so many casinos in this one. I mean, hotels and all that. It was our own fault. You don't even, you don't even really find out the plan until like 55 minutes in. <laughs> but they're all ready, pretty much. That's it. They just sort of, um, they sort of get on with it. It's craziness. It feels craziness. Um, so yeah, um, little fun fact before we start. The, the, the original film was thought up when the director, Gilbert K, heard the idea for the film from a gas station attendant. Good old Gilbert. Then he eventually bought the rights off it. If it wasn't for that gas station attendant, whoever your name is, we wouldn't be watching this right now. But how did that work? I, I could have sworn in the credit it said, like, based on a story, screenplay by X and Y. Yeah, so there. Were, I think what happened is... Uh, the 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 guy who did the story, uh, whatever his name is, he met at a gas station some guy and told it, and he basically had an idea for a film, and he told him it. Oh, okay. So then <clears throat> he went back, wrote a screenplay, bought the rights off this guy, and then they made the film. Oh. Yeah. Otherwise, you get you get done, don't you? Going, oh, I gave him that idea. He's made. <laughs> Yeah. He's made me. Yeah, you do get that. Unless you change a few of the character names and you can kind of get away with it. If someone just said, no, I've got an idea of some guy who goes and like robs five casinos. Okay, I'll give you $2 million for an idea. <laughs> Is that all right? In that case, I'm going to become a millionaire tomorrow. I was going to say, I think that's what Doug's hoping for, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's him. Uh, he couldn't make it again tonight. He's still building a shed. What? Yeah. I know, right? Is this like the sort of male version of washing hair? <laughs> yeah, if it's Doug involved <laughs> building something, yes, because he never finishes it. Sorry, guys, but I'm building a shed. <laughs> you know, it's just, okay. Five years later. Yeah. Oh, we may have him back one day, hopefully. Right, let's do this. God, this is going to be interesting. So I'm guessing we're going to start with the uh, 11 Oceans of uh, 1960. Yeah, I like the intro, by the way. I do like the whole kind of their number with their name and a bit of music in the background. Okay, I didn't. She went on for like two minutes alone. That, yeah, that's what I noticed. I was like, two minutes of credits. I mean, it felt longer, and I didn't. It was I nice thought. at first. It was good at first with the numbers. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, it was like, okay, come on. 
Okay, get well, yeah, get on with I get, it. I, I, get, you know, I don't know if this is that. a thing from the past, like how they did it back then. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they always had the kind of main credits at the beginning of the films and later on, pretty much around that time. So it was actually three minutes and ten seconds long for you guys. How long? Well, there you go. I think it sent the president for the whole film because every scene was just too long. Yeah, mm. yeah it was really long. Um, so this was set around Christmas time because you've got. In the opening scene, you've got Father Christmas jingling his bell and all that stuff, and you've got one of the main characters who enters a hairdresser. And for some reason, he's looking for a character, and the boy is a guy, and he's uh, just randomly opening towels of people's heads to see if he could find him. It's a bit strange. Just a guy looking up at you. So who are these characters called? Because I don't have a clue. Frank. So you got... Oh, so the main... So uh, you've got the kind of the kind of the guy, the big old guy, kind of balding head guy. (laughs) Okay, so his name was Spyros, Aceboss or Akibos. Just make so yeah yeah yeah. I think it was Aceboss because do you remember that Texan was calling him that or the Aceboss is his surname. So Spyros Aceboss. Spyros Aceboss. Yes, the um. Spiros. It's probably pronounced Spiros. I'm guessing he's the money man behind the whole. He's like yeah yeah he's like like Rubin. Yeah, he's kind of yeah. like the uh, god fire, I suppose, character. The one who's kind of in charge, but he kind of lets everyone else do their stuff. But you know, he's like yeah. boss. And the other guy who goes to meet him, what's his name? Because it's not Frank Sinatra, is it? Uh... It's, I think it's, oh, is it Mushy? Mushy, that could be it. Mushy O'Connor's. Yeah, I think Mushy's the one he's like initially with. So yeah, so they have a little meeting. Um, Then you've got, is it? Dean Martin on the couch, half naked. It no, it's not Dean Martin. It's oh god. Sorry, Dean Martin. Dean Martin doesn't come into it yet. Uh, oh, who's... it's not Peter Lawford, is it? Uh, Maybe Andrew Foster. Bergdorf. It might be Jimmy Foster. No, yeah, yeah, Jimmy Foster. Jimmy Foster. And then Frank Sinatra comes out from the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he comes out from the bathroom and kind of enjoying himself with some girls, and they're um, talking a bit of business. And then you go. It's kind of. I suppose it. This film always. I think, like me and Paul were talking about earlier before the show, it's kind of you kind of it almost feels like you're coming halfway through the film because he's got these people you don't know having these conversations, and it's a bit of a strange beginning to a film. It kind of just throws you straight in there. Yeah, it really. Um, it caught me off guard because I sort of I was watching it, and I just I really felt like I'd missed something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he keeps on looking for these people and all that, but you don't know why he's looking for them yeah. for. And they keep talking about money, but like never actually unveils what. You know, I mean, it, I had the intro that I thought was all right, but like you guys said, it went on for too long. Yeah. But I thought, yeah, maybe this film would be all right. But then I thought, oh, it's badly overdubbed. Yeah, Cause yeah I, just, I felt that. Because I thought it was really annoying. I couldn't work out what was going on with the... I didn't know if it's overdubbed or just ridiculous, but it was annoying me. It was for Dean Martin. I think Dean Martin was seriously overdubbed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was just... Um, I don't know. It was just loads of little bits that just slowly started to annoy... The, even the telephone ring was annoying me at one point. <laughs> That was loud. Yeah, it was just all the time. That fucking phone. What did was remind me of um, Batman, the original series. Of oh, yeah. I know what you mean. The red phone. I'm but, pretty um, sure that was exactly the same sound or thereabouts. Well, yeah. Oh, even, even the sounds like when it sort of did the transitions and stuff like that, it, it, felt, it felt very similar. Same yeah, time, though. They definitely don't make those films like they do now. They, I mean, even for the time, this film didn't do that well. It wasn't. It wasn't received well. It was just a, it was just an excuse for the Rat Pack to be together and pretty much, yeah. Why yeah, I you... felt I felt it was um, like a, more like an advertisement for for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And how shoddy casino um, security was back then. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The thing was, I watched it and I thought. I watched the whole film and they haven't really explained how this job's happening. So how could they possibly put it into a fucking trailer yeah. and explain what's going on? Yeah, you know what it felt like? It felt like um, I know, like a 
20 episode uh, like TV show. And it felt like we've been watching like five or six episodes and not the whole thing. It was very the story was very disjointed. Yeah. And yeah, it was it was a tough one um, to watch, let alone talk about. But I suppose we'll move it's on. like he's waiting by the phone for like for the first like half hour for like Danny Ocean Sinatra to ring, but yeah. like he's never even asked him to ring yet. Like as you say, like it doesn't it's like oh we'll just cut out the first half hour. People will work out what's going on. Yeah, mm. uh, as we find out in the remake a bit later on, uh, it's a completely different story. Yep, much more enjoyable for me. Anyway, yeah. So um, the next few scenes are just say people talking. You kind of you just get introduced to everyone, I suppose. They're kind of trying to get everyone together. They've got this idea for a, you don't really know what it is yet, but you've kind of it's kind of slowly build, very slowly building up the fact that you kind of guessing that all these guys are eventually going to get together. Uh, then you've got a scene where um, they're in a uh, I suppose like a um, kind of a bar slash club where they've got like a little theatre and they've got dancing and his wife's come on stage and um, they're discussing about his wife and this guy, guy makes fun about his wife and uh, they have like the most stupid fist fight ever for no reason. Yeah, he just fucking loses it. He's like, I've gone straight. I'm alright I'm all and everything. And this guy was like, I suppose edging his wife going, no, I'd sling one up there. No, yeah, that's right, pretty much. I think that's what he said. <laughs> he just goes up and just whacks him one. It's like... And for some reason, just everyone else gets involved. <laughs> <laughs> they got the people behind the bar having a punch out. Just... It's the strangest scene. It's just it made absolutely no sense. Like, you think, oh, it sets him up for being a hothead for the whole film and all that, but he's not. He's Nothing, a yeah. person <laughs> yeah. going, but, oh, it's ending about his wife. Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> just mention it. You're dead. It's the fact that people behind the bar had just got out and started trying to hit everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so he's supposed to be professional, yeah, but obviously not. Then they started chasing them down the street. <laughs> Oh man, that was a a strange little scene. Because then he says he's in, isn't he? Before he's like, no, I'm not in, and all that. I'm I'm going straight, and all that. Yeah. He yeah. whacks his guy and went, yeah, I'm still a bastard. I'm in. I'm in. It's like that. I don't know. That little bit. I don't know who I was fooling. I'm in. Like that little bit just tipped him over the edge. <laughs> oh man. Um. Uh, then uh, obviously you got the um. Who's the character who um uh, goes to his little kid? He's a kid because he's been in prison. Oh yeah, because he's like, ain't got ain't got a kiss for your own. That's you right, kiss yeah. your own dad. And I'm like, I don't even know who you are, mate. That's right. Uh, what was his yeah, name? Yeah, the election was Anthony Bergdor. Ant- okay. So Anthony. We'll call him Anthony. Tony. Anthony. Yeah, so um, he's uh, he's gone to visit his son because he's been away, apparently in Japan, but we obviously know that's not true. He's uh, been away in prison. And his uh, son has made him a little... Uh, what are they called? Those counting things. Uh, I completely forgot. Oh, um... Oh, Abacus? Abacus, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, his son's pretty well made. I'm pretty sure he just bought it from a shop and said he made it. Um, that's, not right. <laughs> that's, no, that's not right. That's not right off. It did look really good. He might have had this. He might have had it in control. Maybe. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, no, so he's visiting his son. And he's, his son's like in some sort of military school thing. Uh, institute, it seems. Because he's a little brat. Apparently. So yeah, so he's seen his son. He's kind of... He wants to visit him next week and all that. He, he wanted to take him out, but the... the the army officer wouldn't let him. Uh, so this is where um, we're introduced to what's his face? The guy who meets up and tries to convince. Uh, it's is it is it Peter? No, it's not. Is it Peter or Jimmy or is it Tony? I don't know which one. It is. I think it's probably one of them. 
<laughs> let's go for Tony. Let's go for Tony. I think it's Peter. I think it's Peter. Okay, let's go for Peter. Peter. Oh, there's so many names and just uh, anyway. Oh, that's his, that's the actor. I'm getting confused myself now. That's the actor's <laughs> name. No, Jimmy. Is it Jimmy? I thought it's Tony. It looks like Tony. I don't see a Tony on the fucking IMDb list. <laughs> this is. Oh my God. Have you just made a name up? Are you talking about Anthony? No, uh, the 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 guy's uh, Richard Conte. Tony Bergdorf. Oh, Anthony. Maybe. I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll go with him. Go with him. But yeah, so yeah, he uh, meets up with who? Is it again we're talking about? Oh my god. <laughs> That's the trouble with these old films is they're not recognisable. Not only that is I'm really bad with names, so the two combined. I, forget I was looking forward to this. I was looking forward to this, Nick. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. I'll get there one day. Get composure, Nick. You've got this. Yeah, have you got IMDb up? Got... It doesn't really help because the faces <laughs> are obviously what they look like like now. When they well, die. Last time before <laughs> they died. <laughs> I'm composed. I just, I'm so bad with names and there's only like three people I know from this. Just, what was his name? Yeah, Anthony Berghoff. Anyway, yeah, so he meets up with him. Uh, mushy, I think. Oh, no, I don't even know anymore. But we'll get to know the characters as we go through this. Yeah. He, he wants him to uh, join their team. Uh, I suppose... Quick story short, um, what we didn't mention is <laughs> the team they're trying to get together, uh, they was all in an old army regiment during the war, and he's trying to get like all his friends back to uh, do this robbery, I suppose. That's kind of the main story. Uh, you never find out what motive, though, they've got for it. No, it's literally... I would understand, like, oh, we fought for this country, but we didn't get any bloody world like, money yeah. or anything like that. We're going to do this. They're just like, this country owes us. Burn some money. Anyway, the guy's the dad character is uh it turns out he's uh really ill and he hasn't got long to live so after that he decides to join the crew this is where we're next thing we have a little sing song with a uh, good old sammy davis jr he only lives. <laughs> I fucking loved the little things. Oh, they them. did. Oh, they did. Every time, he, they're two minutes to themselves. It was a fucking song. <laughs> he was so unused in this film. Oh, I know, it's sad because I really like him as a general person, an actor. Just as a person. Just as a person. I've never met the guy, but I really like him. He's my type of guy. Only <laughs> because I, I really liked him in Cannibal Run, but, you know. Hey, you ain't got to justify it. If you like the guy, you like the guy. I like the guy. Stick by your um, my, my decision. Yeah, so watch Cannibal Run. Amazing film. Oh uh, yeah, so he has a little sing song. Uh, he's a garbage truck driver. There's a lot of crew together, and he's basically getting recruited for this job as well. He's kind of like the uh, demolitions expert. Time to go boom is what it is. So they have a little uh, meeting in his uh, in his garbage truck, and it, then it cuts to Frank Sinatra singing a little song in his piano. Of course he is, because you know you can't have a, a Frank Sinatra movie without him singing. It's like blasphemy. I think it's in his contract. It must be. Yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, he was a. Uh, he's had a. Uh, he's got a uh, Christmas gift from his uh, partner, and they're kind of having a little discussion about. Is it him going away? Oh, I can't remember. This. So is this where he's? Is this not with? Oh, I may have like. We may have gone past this and left it. Is yeah. this not with the? He's kind of seeing. Yes, but, like, that's right. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. Throws, she throws saying at him. Yeah, present, present. No, no, it was the ashtray. Oh, no, the ashtray. The ashtray. Yeah, 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 that's right, yeah, yeah. Which right. apparently is completely ad-libbed, which is why Frank Sinatra's, like, reaction was completely legit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I found it odd. I saw that because it looked quite odd as she put her hand in it. It didn't look right. No. And she then she kind of twigged what she was holding and then just threw it. Uh, this is where, you, also, in that scene after that, you get um, whatever his face is. Uh, who's the guy in the robes next to Frank Sinatra when he started? Uh, Starts ringing his mum for money. Who's that guy? Well, the one whose mum's mum's in it. Yeah. The one. Yeah. So that's Jimmy. Jimmy. Okay. Yeah. Jimmy. So yeah. Jimmy is basically ringing up his mum to get some more money for obviously the heist. 
they're going to do because it's really expensive to do a heist um, apparently and he's got like a mummy's boy so she uh, says he can have it but only a it's weird though because you'd think that's what fucking ace boss is there to fund it all yeah which is why I don't really get what ace boss is like whether he's the master he's the one with the master plan yeah I just don't get what part he has in it and why he deserves a cut it is a uh, strange kind of relationship he has with the rest of the team because <laughs> i don't think he views him part of the squad was he like the uh them as a soldiers because that wouldn't make any sense because he's a lot older than them no he's not is this like just some rich guy they use his house <laughs> i think that's pretty much it so yeah we're actually about half an hour into that film already uh well, uh, yeah, we're we'll making that's a lot in this film. That's nothing. <laughs> that's nothing. <laughs> Very <laughs> good. We've only got an hour and a half. So on that note, we'll switch back to well, we'll switch to the uh, 2001 Ocean's yeah. Eleven. Anyway, yeah. So um, let's. I don't know where to bring this rant up now before we start and go in depth. What? Well, there's no oceans in it. Yes. Not only there's no oceans in it. There's not even 11 oceans in the world. There's only five. What? Yes. So there's five oceans in the world, but the film's called Ocean's Eleven. I know it's yeah. the second name. Yeah, it's Ocean's Eleven, 11 Guys. Yeah. His name is Ocean. But there's only so it's... five oceans in the world, so I don't know why they're trying to play on that. It's like oh, the Italian probably... job. It's like, say if we was at work, and it would be like, it would be like Nick's 12. <laughs> Nick's 12 staff or something. I just think it's not a great name because you're misinterpreting what people are going to think. Yeah, there's oceans. It's not 11 what? oceans. There's only what five. What would I call that? Cause I, well, I, well, I guess that's the only real similarity between the original and this. I suppose so. Um, it's probably only only similarity in the book as well, I bet. I'd, no, I'd call it like um, Clooney's 5 or Damon's 5 or even Pitt's 5. Exactly. Or or just not... I think the title works. I don't really fucking go Yeah, I don't, know what you're, I don't know what you're moaning about. <laughs> debate, debate. What I'm saying is there's it makes perfect sense five oceans in the world. This is saying there's 11 oceans in the world. But you don't know that until you watch the film because it's about 11 people. But people might get confused. All I'm saying is it's like the Italian job. You've seen the poster. You see 11 people on there. You're not confused. I'm confused. What about if we called it Casino World? Would that make you happy? Even the casino job would make more sense. Or the bank job. So do you get annoyed in the Suicide Squad that none of them kill himself? Yes. <laughs> well, yes, one does. He tries to escape. Knowing <laughs> he doesn't kill himself. doesn't kill himself. No. Technically, it's like death by cop. Oh, no. One does kill himself when he goes underwater and it all explodes. I really misheard you there for a second. <laughs> so did I, actually. But I don't want to say anything. That's whole sweet. <laughs> What I'm saying is, the name doesn't make any sense for the film. For me, at least. It does, though. For me. Okay, we'll move on. We'll agree to mm-hmm. disagree. Also, going on my uh, my uh, weekly thing, budgets and box office. So how much did the first 1960 Ocean's Eleven cost to make? Crikey, money back then. Oh, couldn't have made a lot. It couldn't have been a lot. How much did it make or how much the budget? How did much was the budget? Major? How much was the budget? The budget. Like million. Now, the cast is pretty strong. I'm going to go eight. They probably just all did it for free. 4.8 million. Andrew, what are you saying? I'll go with uh, five. Okay, so the budget in uh, 1960 was <coughs> $2.8 million. Which was basically... I, they I split... think they probably cut a lot of deals in, like... Okay, I'll do it for this much if you let me sing a song. Or... <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, all the money was spent on the crew as uh, the cast, sorry. Because there was, like, props and special effects, there were hardly any. But well, there was a little bit at the end, but we'll get to that. Okay, so how much did it make at the box office? Well, you just said it didn't It didn't come across very well. No. I reckon it just broke, just barely broke even. I'll go 
Oof. Oof. And go Oof. for. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that um, that didn't make its money. I reckon less. Oh, really? Yeah. So it made five million. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was close. Hey, yes. that's, that's doubled their money. You said it didn't come across very well. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it didn't get great reviews. It still it's made this money. The, the only reason it made this money is because of its cast. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's like most films, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's the rap pack. It's like if One Direction did movies now. Oh, God. To... <laughs> no, Basically, isn't. yeah. If you put Bieber, that's why it's a big advertisement. That's right, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the same as a lot of films. If you put me as Batman, they're going to struggle. Wait a minute, though. I'm but I wouldn't go to see a Justin Bieber movie, but I'd go to see a Frank Sinatra movie. I I'm think you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would go see a Justin Bieber. Why have you got a Justin Bieber poster behind your chair? I don't. There's nothing behind my chair, people. For about the Lions Coast. <laughs> I'm not glad I did say that poster earlier. I was almost tempted to buy it for a joke present, but you know, I didn't. I reckon he's a Justin Bieber movie. I wouldn't, I wouldn't see it. Did he have a movie, though? Yeah, one called Never Say Never, which is more just to him in concert, I believe, and then following him round. Oh, fair enough. Kind of I like... made a cameo in something as well. I swear. That was CSI when he got killed. <laughs> yeah. I dream. Do you remember that episode, Nick? I do, funnily. Yes, yeah, we've gone cinema to see it. Really watched the Justin Bieber thing now. <laughs> I would have gone to cinema to see Justin Bieber die in a TV show or film. Oh, he's just saying as well. Saying, where does this hate for Bieber come from? I don't know. Oh, 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 oh. Just a. There's only like one Justin Bieber song I like, and the rest are just annoying. That's not a reason for him to die, is no, it? No, it's not. That's why I don't want to die in real life on the screen. Okay. Oh, was in Zoolander 2? Oh, no, I've not seen that. Men in Black 3? Yeah, I've seen that. Was he in Black 3? Did you go to cinema see that? I did. <laughs> okay, I go to see Justin Bieber at the cinema. I'll admit, I see Justin Bieber at the cinema. I love the fact we go out of our way just to prove you wrong. Oh, yes. <laughs> Oh yeah, this is the real show. This is the real show. But anyway, going back to the whole budgets, uh, the budget for the 2001 version. 32 million. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot, isn't it? And yeah, that's a good probably more than that. Actually, probably more than that with the cast. I'll stick with it. 32 million. I'll go with 50 million. Um. I reckon it's going to be more than that. I reckon it's. I know they all took pay cuts to be in it. Oh yes, they did. Oh, the really? big boys took pay. Yep. Yeah, the big boys took pay cuts to be in it. Yeah. I reckon it's going to be higher. Right? I reckon closer to like a hundred million. Okay. So budget was eighty-five million. Oh, which is a lot. Yeah, because you said that Terminator the other week was like a hundred and something. Yeah, Terminator Two was like one hundred and two million, which is a lot. I know that's effects, but these I guys know. are proper actors. Okay, so th in this case. Box office, how much did it make? I reckon it made a lot. 205. Oh, good number. I think you just Googled that. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. 240. Okay, so we've got 205, 240. Uh, I reckon it's uh, 215. Okay. <laughs> we'll sit in the middle and be that guy. <laughs> you guys actually weigh off 450 million. Wowzer. This was a big hit. Cinema. Big hit. That's, um, that is a big hit. Good film. Apparently. Speaking of good film. Deep Blue Sea? Yeah, Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> <laughs> Men in Black 3 with Justin Bieber, who I don't remember being in the film, but I saw it in the cinema, so I've seen Justin Bieber in cinema. <laughs> but anyway, let's if get... You're, if you're listening, Justin, we love you. <laughs> I've paid to watch you, Justin Bieber. I hope you're happy. Oh. And I bought the DVD as well, so I gave him even more money. <laughs> Not the Blu-ray, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't want to give him that much money. Although I did buy the special edition, so... Oh, that film was terrible. I, I love Men in Black. I know the films are terrible, but it's kind of like my guilty pleasure. I love watching them. 
The first and second one is not too bad, but the third one is just I prefer the third to the second one, to be fair. I think really? the second one was the worst. The third one was better, and the first one was obviously the best. Although I did like the whole beatboxing. Anyway, anyway that's the wrong film. Paul's disgusted. He's just walked off. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm out of here. He's just dropped Mike like, what? Bang. <laughs> Gone. Like, I don't know why, but when you looked over, uh, Griff, I thought Paul was going to appear. <laughs> My screen? Yeah. We're all in the same house, really. I suppose you do have the same it's kind just, of paint on the yeah, walls. Yeah, I was about to say, the walls are very similar. That would be so freaky. We're in the same room all along. Oh, he's got pizza. God, he's got pizza. He's uh, he's prepared for this. Did you hear that, Paul? Paul, he was, he was expecting, like, when you went off the camera, to kind of walk, walk in next to me. Because of the same kind of wallpaper colour. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's true. I mean, to be fair, you're sitting opposite me. Yeah. <laughs> one day one day we'll do the podcast where we're all in the same room that'll be interesting anyway let's get on to the movie my cat is really chilled like sleeping right next to me my cat isn't because I bought it some Christmas presents and they all want them because it's like catnip and all that so they're after me <laughs> I got my cat yeah an advent calendar with catnip in it really yeah. I left it on the I left it on the kitchen table fucking clawed his way into the box and everything and got it all <laughs> it was shit uh, cats uh, they if they have to get their way no matter what maybe you guys should have a little um, cat podcast cat. <laughs> uh, that'd, be, that'd be cute you can just sit there and tell everyone stories I'm sure it'd be well away oh I've got many uh, stories about my cat oh perfect especially when it fell out the window anyway we'll uh We'll get on with our good old uh, Danny Ocean sitting in prison. So yeah, he's in prison. He's um been released, as it were. Yay. Yay. And he's walking out in his uh, suit, which apparently I suppose he was arrested in. And you, uh, he goes to a casino and starts playing some uh, blackjack, I believe. I'll go with blackjack. Blackjack, yes. Yep, and blackjack. This um, is, yeah. Yeah, and this is where we get introduced to our first heist character. Oh, good old Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac, who, who is Frank Catton, who is a, uh, a what do they call them? Um, Couperier? Coup- yeah, that sounds about right. Is it? I don't know. Something like that. The dealer. That is right, yes. He's, he deals the cards, as it were. So basically, uh, introduction is good old Danny Ocean getting straight from the get-go. His screw together. Uh, next is when you get introduced to uh, Rusty Rust- Ryan, who oh, is um, at yes, what a name. Who's a very young Brad Pitt. <laughs> eating, always eating. Always, yes. Why is he always eating in this film? Is he? Do we um, do we know why he is? There was a fact on IMDb that said like they were shooting one one day like loads, and he always moaned he was hungry like more than everyone else so that's one of the reasons why he eats like in every scene something like that oh my god guys i've just discovered something amazing about this film in 2011 in japan they made a musical oh really yeah. Wow. Also, in 2014, there was a Bollywood adaptation of this. But that had loads of singing. I've got a mouthful of Patriot, but I'm really excited about that. <laughs> right. Here you go. Here you go. Just to prove. So nearly every scene Rusty's in, he's eating something. According to Brad Pitt, this is because the whole gang would be so busy they'd rarely be able to eat. It was decided that Rusty would just eat all the time. He first mentioned this when he was eating after having worked all day without a break for lunch and was hungry because he thought it would be a good character trait for Rusty Ryan as well. This leads to a gag at the end of the film where Rusty gets heartburn. And throws the food away. That was a great spot. If anyone got that, I certainly didn't. PG tip there. Wait, hang on, hang on. Oh, yeah, I don't recall that. So we were introduced to Rusty, who's uh, playing a poker game. And he's, well, he's not necessarily playing it. He's trying to tell he's everyone. He's teaching celebrities. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's teaching these, like, celebrities. 
yeah, it's how to play this game. And like when to fold and all that, you should fold and kind of, yeah. But he kind of has a little drink, has a little stare, and he goes back into the room. And uh, Ocean is there playing, playing uh, poker. Oh. As a poker, yeah. He's like, okay. I wasn't sure when I first watched it. I was like, are they, does he like him? Doesn't he like him? I don't know. It's kind of a bit strange. Uh, but no, it turns out he's their friends. And uh, he, get, he let, pretty much lets him win. Well, he doesn't let him win, but he, he wins the poker match. He fools all the, all the like, the celebrities. Yeah. They're just idiots. They're just idiots. <laughs> they don't have a clue what they're just doing. To, just to bet as much money as possible. On a random note, do you know how I learned to play poker? Online. With George Clooney? For a video game, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Number two's coming out soon. Oh, yes. I didn't have a clue how to play it. I played that game and all that. That's right, Nick. We can play then. Do it. Yeah, I love to play poker. poker love night. poker. Poker night. Anyway, right. Let's get out to it. So, yeah. Um, got a bit digressing on this film. So, you get introduced... Well, I suppose, no. Uh, they go to, like, an office building where they're looking at plans for this vault. Yeah. Which we also find out there's, like, three casinos that kind of owned by the same person who puts his money in the same vault. They're kind of connected. So his money goes into one vault. Which... And his name is... Anyone know? Terry Benedict. Terry Benedict. Great name. It is a great name. Ben to the E to the dict. Ben to the E to the dict. He's like this billionaire casino owner. And yeah, so it's stupid. Even though it's like meant to be the best safe in the world, he keeps it in one place. You should never do that. Because you get robbed. Which we find out later. And as they are, uh, as they're looking at plans and discussing, the security guard comes up with his friends, a torch in the face, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we'll, we'll be gone in a second. <laughs> We're just borrowing these. So he's obviously another friend. But yeah. So next is when you get introduced to Ruben. Ruben. Who I just know is Ross's dad from Friends. <laughs> ah. Have you just clogged? It's Ross's dad from Friends. Yeah, I have actually. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, sorry. I was never a big Friends watcher. I mean, I've I've seen quite a lot of the episodes, but isn't he also um... Mash? Is it Mash? Herman Monster? Oh yeah, he yeah. probably is. I know he's in Mash, but oh, probably. I could be wrong. He's in the let's have a look. Known, uh, known for. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Are you right? Probably right down the bottom. Been naked gun. He's in a film called Once Upon a Mattress. That sounds like a porn. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Quick, let's get married. And this picture of going abroad. Oh mate, it's been some naughty movies. Uh, for the monsters and it's not come up yet matilda muppet movie in two muppet movies you know uh, you'll, you'll probably get into the same point as i am er finish yeah. that twice so nothing is easy inside out no he doesn't look like him though similar face oh one episode of murder she wrote who'd know Ooh. oh god that program don't remind me down 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 anyway yeah so we get introduced it's some naughty movies though by the looks of it I'm gonna check him out. To prefer in this car in this in this scene, he does look a bit like a porn star. But yeah, so um, Ruben uh, he basically tells him that people have tried to rob this this casino before. He says that he gives you like three uh, three 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 scenarios of what happened before. It's like the first one they tried in 1960, the second one they tried in 1970, and then tried another one. This should have been clever, I reckon. If they did a nod to the original yeah. and went, okay, hey, so five cinema, five cinema, five casinos got got like knocked off in the 60s yeah. and now security is top notch yeah i know the guards get like no casino gets robbed at all yeah. but it'd be nice they did a little nod going like oh yeah that would have been nice yeah was there any nods to the original i don't think there was was there only he's i think the only like stuff is like they're both danny ocean yeah honestly yeah. and they're and they're robbing a casino i think literally that is the in only Las vegas. in vegas that's yeah. the only um let me check right now i did I was looking myself for some some sort of throwback. Oh yeah, and the number of people. Oh yes, eleven. 
<laughs> the number of oceans, Nick. The number of oceans. Oh, did, you guys, did you guys catch it uh, right at the beginning? Like you had him as Brad Pitt. I think it was Brad Pitt on the phone. And like the whole screen in the background, it was Trump Plaza. Oh, yes. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Good old Trump back in his non-president days. Um, yeah, so basically they try and convince him to do this heist with them, but he says, like, no. So they walk off and he kind of, wait, he's, like, interested. Even though he basically thinks it can never happen, he's like, this can happen. Uh, so next you get introduced to the, um, what the two racing drivers called? I was awful when I was in this film. Is it, uh, let me have a look. Uh, Turk, Malloy, and Virg- Virgil. Turk and Virgil is who you get uh, introduced to. And it's basically two racing drivers. And in this scene, one of them is driving like a monster truck, and one of them got a uh, remote controlled monster truck. I think there's a little bit pointless because obviously the real one would win. Uh, hands down. The thing is, he's getting beaten and then he squishes it with his monster truck. It's like, oh no. Twins, yeah, I love yeah. those guys. Oh yeah, they're good. It's just the scene was a bit strange. They obviously couldn't afford Ben Affleck, so they got his brother yeah. instead. Yeah. <laughs> Casey Affleck. Well, I don't, I don't. There's been a few films, but I just don't remember. He was in Interstellar. In Good Will Hunting. He's in Good Will Hunting. And Interstellar. And he's supposed to be like this Manchester by the Sea film he's in next year. It's supposed to be like best film of the year. Oh really? Even generally, so that's pretty much the stupid like prediction to make. Of course. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so. Um... Next scene is where you got the who's the one who works for the police, the kind of weird one. What one of the eleven? Yeah, one of the eleven. He uh, he's he's in the scene where he's working with the police. Oh, Eddie, oh Livingston Dell. Livingston, yes. The computer, right. the the IT expert. Yeah, the, the tech tech guy. That's right. Yeah. And yeah, so you get introduced to him, and he's kind of a bit of a, a weird person, uh, but I need him because obviously he's techno the techno, uh, technology skills. I know. I only know him from the. Um... <laughs> Call it the Punisher movie. Oh yes. Uh, next is the demo guy who has like the worst British accent I've heard in a while. Mate, do you know? Yeah, he's uncredited in it. Really? What? He wanted his name. Yeah. So obviously, Ocean's Eleven and above above Ocean's Eleven's on the poster was George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, yeah. and he wanted his name above the Ocean's Eleven logo. And they were like, "No, you're going to be below it with all the other like eleven. Oh. And he kicks up such a fuss. He's actually uncredited in it. Really? Wow. Awesome. And also, like, uh, yeah, the accent's really terrible. He wanted to change his accent for Ocean's 12 or Ocean's 13, but they didn't let him because obviously that's his voice now. you got to live with it, buddy. What's the actor's name? Uh, he's, not, he's Falcon, ain't he? In bloody well, um, Avengers. Oh, oh, what's his name? I'll find out. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, no. yeah. I, was about, I, was about to say, I can't even find him in the IMDb credits. Is it Don Cheadle? Is it Don Cheadle? Yeah, because he's, not, he's, he's uncredited. Yeah. Yeah. I did tell you that. Yeah, I know. I was just, I was just hoping IMDb put it in there. Yeah, Don Cheadle for what an egotistical, which is kind of freaky because he only become um, cap- oh, he only become what you call it Falcon. I um, uh, Iron Man. Falcon. Falcon. No, it's not Falcon. I got that wrong as oh. well. It's only War Machine because the original guy who's gonna play War Machine in Iron Man One was too greedy for money. Oh really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, so you introduce him, he's come with some meant to be like British demolition expert who doesn't sound British at all. Um, cool, blimey, governor. Oh my god, yes, it's bad. <laughs> but yeah, so he gets arrested while he's doing a bank job, and uh, Rusty comes and uh, pretends he's a police. Uh, was it, it was an AFI or something, the uh, officers that deal with that stuff. Kind of goes over and kind of rescues him, I suppose, from getting arrested. So they walk off, and he drops a bomb in an explosion. Uh, next, Rusty and uh, Danny go to a theatre. Uh, not theatre. Oh, circus. circus. Circus, yeah. To get the, they want someone flexible and acrobat. Yen. Yen. The amazing Yen. So they uh, go to hire him. Next I reckon week. if you were in this film, you'd be the Yen, Nick. I think as well, yeah. I think I would. No, I think you'd be the guy who gave the blueprints away, like, to Ocean. Oh, is that all right, mate? Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, no, did, I, think, did... I think you'd be Sol, the guy <laughs> always dying. 
apparently he's literally been in no other films apart from the Ocean series. Really? Yeah. That's, that's crazy. He has never ever credited acting roles apart from the Ocean series. It's probably seeing through though, isn't it? He's, he, would have, he would have made a good Toto. Oh, yeah. He must be gutted that Ocean's 8 is coming out and Ocean's 14. Yeah. He yeah. might still be in it. <laughs> yeah, he, nice. He's a, a full-time, uh, he actually works on a full-time, what they're called, contortionist, kind of performer, acrobat. That's what he does in like real life. But yeah, he, he's a. Uh... But no, he must have made quite a bit from these movies. Being a so they basically hire him. And next, you've got the old retired guy, Saul Bloom. Saul Bloom, who apparently I am because I die every week. That's a cool name. Saul Bloom. He's kind of like your old, experienced kind of retired con man character who um, likes a bit of a uh, dog racing, greyhound racing. So yeah, so you get introduced to him, and he's kind of got a bit of indigestion at the end of it, yeah, kind of drinking. But yeah, he's basically. He doesn't first accept it, but he kind of get interested. Then he kind of convinces himself to go. Next is where you get introduced to Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Who is a uh, Linus Cadwell or Caldwell? Master pickpocket. He's basically yeah, pretty much. He's kind of a young kind of a talented pickpocket. I can't work out who his dad's supposed to be in this. Cause they mentioned his dad, and I always thought his dad for some reason was Brad Pitt's character. <laughs> be a, I don't know why. Be a very young uh, father. Must be like, it's true, yeah. Um, I suppose, from what I can understand, he even though his dad wasn't mentioned apart from that, he's meant to be like a come from a, like a uh, a line of uh, famous Feet. thieves. So it's kind of his name is well known in the kind of underground yeah. because of his family and stuff. I don't know why they just didn't get his dad, but you know, I suppose it could have been Matt Damon there. <laughs> yeah, so they give him a they uh, slip him a card because he basically steals a wallet on the train and. Uh, Danny's watching him, bumps into him. Next to all that he's already stolen and slips him a card and they meet in a pub. He's such a master pickpocker, but gets his own pocket picked yeah. and has a card put in it. Yeah, didn't even realise. But no, so um so yeah, he they uh so he kind of meets him and has a discussion about that. So next scene is where they all meet up in the house. Good scene again. Very good scene. Uh they're all this is kind of where they're all kind of put together. All meet each other for the first time, all wondering why they're there for this amazing yep. high. I love the fact that Yen's just making like he's he's on the diving board just making like a house of cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He steals the scene even though he says nothing. He steals the whole movie for me. I'm uh, jealous by his flexibility. <laughs> Which I was up. Oh yeah. Well he said sex he <laughs> probably has that as well being that flexible. I don't know what's going on. I'm staring all kinds of random shit tonight. <laughs> uh, we're making up for the other the other film what we're trying to do uh, anyway yeah so uh, dan is going through he's got tv in the background he's going through the uh the kind of the blueprints of the vaults trying to explain to everyone how impossible this job is but no no one can believe what they're doing but hey at least he's straight with them though yeah he says it's pretty much no one can break this vault but we're gonna do it anyway or at least try so yeah so they kind of all sit back and uh take it in and that's when i suppose we'll leave it here it's half an hour in the film we'll head back to the original do this Yo, eleven. I do have. That's not the song stuck in my head though. It's all like, ain't got a kick in the head. I was singing to my cat all day. I don't know why. Listen to you. He's more cunt. Oh. You sound like me. Speak to my cats all the time. No, you just don't speak to each other. You both probably, you know, you know each other. My cat does meow to me quite a lot every time I say his name. Hey, do you know what? what? What's getting on in Ocean's Eleven right now? The original. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I don't Five a.m. Five a.m. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're not interested in fucking cats. They, no. they are. <laughs> so it's just such a bad film. I don't... 
do think it's a bunch of forward backwards phone calls, forward backwards phone no, calls, pretty forward, much it. Yeah. and then they're me, yeah, if Frank Sinatra put on those voices, yeah, that's fucking impressive. <laughs> He's probably dumb, but. He does some good telephone, like Mickey Mouse oh, phone yes. calls. All you have to do is have like a, uh, a cover over your phone, and you can speak any language. Any yeah, other. so I, I think I think he's right. I think let's get let's get to Vegas. Okay, we're, we're pretty much at Vegas now. Anyway, I've skipped ahead a little bit. So uh, we're at the scene where they all meet together in the in the thingy's house, and uh, they get a knock at the door. Policeman with someone with a broken arm. Yep. Like the uh, the kind cowboy. of cowboy. Yeah, let's call him the cowboy. And he's Lewis. Got... Lewis. I'm not going to debate that. Let's That's do where it. Lewis is. Yeah. Let's call him Lewis. Lewis has got a broken arm, although it's a pretend because he's trying to they're kind of pranking pranking them. And this is where they're going through the plans, which is a, a map, which isn't a map. It's just got a picture with four casinos on it, five casinos. And I love the way they've just done the logos of the casinos. Yeah. Like... And they're like pointing out the roads and the map and everything. It's like. What are you it's just literally one. It's just a line with five <laughs> words on it. Yeah, yeah I'll give them the um, the plan in the second one. Was slightly better thought out. <laughs> it's like wait, if we go down this road, then we we go out through here. It's like there's only one but road then, on the map. <laughs> but then when you see the security in the yeah. in the original, then you know why they don't really need a plan. <laughs> no. Oh man. Some of the scenes that happen when they rob these banks. Those candles are really <laughs> bright. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh. Anyway, yeah, so so the next few scenes, uh, not much happens. It's basically them. They basically split up into five different teams, as it were, and they go through every casino and they they start tampering with the electronics and they spray their fluorescent spray around the door where they have to go through. That was a bit futuristic for its time. You can't that see was... it in the naked eye, but put these glasses on. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so they sprayed all the doors where they have to go inside steal the money anyway uh yeah uh meanwhile while they do that is uh, the uh the garbage truck driver kind of goes through every casino dropping off everyone he's got keys to all the uh he's made copies of keys to all the uh to all the doors in the um each casino uh next few scenes is got a little bit of sing song from frank sinatra because they're all basically working at the casinos each casino while they uh while they play in the heist in front and it's dean martin he's singing that yes it is dean martin <laughs> The same song. You can't even give him a second song. No, he just sings That's that why it's stuck in my head. <laughs> and yeah, so they're they're, all, they're kind of going through each one, planning all. And um, they uh, the the plan for the heist is they because it's like coming up to New Year's on the New Year's Eve when they're counting down. They're gonna blow up the electricity, which will then turn off all the lights. And what they're doing at the moment is they're crossing over the wires from the lights to the safe locks. So when they turn back on the lights, instead of the lights turning on the safe, which is rather you just got that better than the movie did. I think I did, yeah. Bravo. So that was that was their plan, but it, I suppose being back in 1960s, the electronics aren't that complicated. <laughs> if it's just a case of switching over one wire, feel like a safe then. But yeah, so yeah, so they blow up. They're gonna blow up the power, the power line. Well, thingy is what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Tony Anthony. No, Joe Howard. Uh, Sammy Davis is. The demo guy is going to blow up with some C4 later. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, meantime, kind of mid through all that, uh, they have a little bowling game, discuss what they're doing. And, uh, I love the way they, they line up. Sammy, Sammy, this is why I feel really bad for Sammy yeah. Davis. Not only is he to stay in a different casino like while they're filming, yeah. they can't even show... They show him like throwing the ball. Yeah. He don't even know if he gets a strike or not. I know. But at least pan the camera like a feel for him. <laughs> just, just to see, to give him a little bit of extra. Yeah, so um, they've kind of... 
all got up now and they're ready to go and this is where uh sam sammy uh puts the c4 onto the uh what's it called the electrical pylon thing because he wants it yeah, to yeah, yeah and it, then it cuts to kind of all the families uh kind of getting ready to count down because it's new year's eve yeah but they massively skipped to all of a sudden <laughs> new year's <laughs> eve like we're there skip past christmas that didn't happen <laughs> Straight to New Year's. Um, what you find out also in this scene is that you find out the mum sees her son in like one of the casinos, which we'll get back to later because... And I suppose one important bit we've got to mention is yep. the boyfriend, I guess. Yes, the boyfriend. Who's the boyfriend? Who's the boyfriend? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> I was waiting for you, Nick. I, I was prompting you. <laughs> I don't, I'm no good with names. No, no, I know you're not. I know you're not. Uh, Duke. So Duke, Duke. Santos. Yep. Duke Santos is going out with Jimmy Foster's mum, and um, obviously Jimmy doesn't like his mum dating. By the sounds of it, his mum's had a co- quite a few weddings, mm. oh, yes. married a few blokes, <laughs> and the Duke Santos is the latest on a string of latest willies. on a long line. Yeah. Although what we don't know, the fact, a little bonus thing is that she's been a widow every time she's got married. That's how she's got all her money. So she's a gale oh, from Coronation oh, Street. Oh, she's yeah. a gale. She kills them all. Um, Duke's gonna die after this film. And also we missed out the reason why they're doing it on new year's eve because yeah. they can time it perfectly by how long it takes people to sing old lang syne that's right that comes up when they uh for all acquaintance yeah. base, i don't yeah, know one the yeah was it yeah that was right one minute 38 that's how long they had to steal the money sorry i probably know the first two lines and then it's all like bah, bah, da, 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 da. anyway yeah do you know how i know that song on a random topic new year's eve no i had one of the uh red dead of, redemption i had an electric violin <laughs> which one of those <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i learned it from red dead redemption <laughs> I had one of those cheap Chinese violins, and that's the only tune it played when you pressed the button. Old Lang Syne. Uh. They're really horrible high pitch. Anyway, back onto the movie. Let's get this over and done with. So, yes, yeah, so they're counting down. They're, they're going like five, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year, Old Lang Syne, all that stuff. And uh, as that happens, we see a model of electrical pole, and it blows up and falls down. That's probably where a little bit of the budget That's went. That's where the budget's gone. The budget's gone on that. <laughs> on that model falling over. It wasn't a bad explosion. They could quite easily tell it was a model. Um, this is where all the lights turn out. And you see all the neon spray around the doors. And as each of them go into the, uh, the where the safes are, they get one of the security guards and grab him and they start singing pretty much. <laughs> they start singing. I must admit, casinos must not be where they were like nowadays. They just got a little safe that would be in any normal office. Yeah. Pretty much, and it's like, it's not locked away at all with the door. You can just just open the door, <laughs> just walk in there. And um, so, yeah, they get all the money, a five bank. And as they're walking out, the, the guard or the person they have to get past lights, lights like a little candle. Each one of these little candles is as bright as an actual light. Like, lights up the whole room. Also, another another strange topic is... Uh, Going back before they were doing the heist when I was waiting, they sat down and got some drink, but they didn't order any drinks. And as they were sitting down, the drinks were given to them. It was like a bit convenient. I didn't notice that, but yeah. that's a good spot. So yeah, so um, they've they've got out, they've stolen the money, and what they did is they planted all their bags for the money into trash bins so um, good old uh, Sammy can pick them up on his round. Uh, then they realise they've been robbed all the casinos and they start calling the police and it's kind of a funny scene where the first police officer picks up the phone he says like yep we've got a robbery get the cars out then the other police officer then they just have a million calls from all these casinos. Uh, you got all the news crew there kind of doing interviews and everything and uh, it's kind of daytime now so some time has passed even though they put a roadblock out and uh, Sammy's kind of got his garbage truck 
get stopped by the uh, police roadblock and they said just let him pass because he's a garbage truck. No, I get that. They stop him, yeah? Mm. And he goes to have a chat with him and he's like, just get this garbage truck out of here. <laughs> yeah. like, you stop me. That's right. Yeah. Like, they didn't even search it. It's like, why did he just let him pass? It's like he's trying to have a conversation with him. Like, oh, what's going on, officer? What's all this? Like, get this garbage truck out of here. That's just bad. That's just bad screenplay writing. There. Then he sings his little song to himself as he gets like, "Oh yeah, what is the song?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So um, so that happens. He's escaped. He's, he uh, then he dumps his rubbish in the like the landfill and gets the bags out of his rubbish and hides him in a bin. Like, I must admit, yeah, yeah, that is the cleanest dump I've ever seen. <laughs> There's just like paper and stuff like that. He hasn't got his hand through mud or dirty food yep. and all that. Like, I thought, how convenient. The bags are like spotless as well when he got them out. Really? <laughs> they were. I must admit, going back to the bags, yeah, yeah. I do think, yeah, they're the tiniest of bags. <laughs> they are. Right, like how much they're expecting to take. They were like these small yes. double, yeah, I know these little well. duffel bags. Did I make a point of that? Yeah. Uh... If you see the size of the bags in, obviously, the remake, they're like holdles. That's very true. Yeah, the big, big bags. But no, these, yeah, these are just like little carry bags. Yeah. Uh, these are gym. These are gym bags. Pretty much. Uh, next, we basically get all like the board members and owners of each uh, casino. Uh, they kind of have a meeting, and they uh, get is it Duke. In Again, two. this is where, like, oh, this guy's like, they yeah. kind of mention, oh, we got him in, oh my god, I didn't really get involved. I'm like, oh, who is this guy? Yeah, we don't just, really like, know who he is. What's old Porkin or Foster's, Foster's mum? And he basically says he can get their money back for 30% each. That was his, that was his car, but we don't even know who he is. Something in this scene, um, something I found interesting is yeah. when he, they do this whole back and, back and forth, and he says, uh, if you can't put up, what do you do? And the guy's like, shut up. He's like, right. <laughs> That's exactly what you know what I was more interested in the storyline mm. after they bought the casinos than I was before it yeah I would agree with that yeah. I was more like okay this is interesting like how are they going to get away with it how is old Duke going to like work them out what's his angle I was all of a sudden like oh this film's actually started to get interesting and then it finished and then it finished and we're almost finished with that so yeah so Duke meets the police officer he's basically saying uh, so basically one of them who is it that dies while they're uh, trying to get away Anthony um, the electrician guy the electrician guy yeah he basically dies he's, he's, he has uh, a heart attack like crossing the road like right, after yeah. so yeah so the police find man, in this in this phone call between uh, Duke and the policeman he basically says we found a dead body and he's like because he, he's on the uh, on the phone I don't felt like the police phoned Duke's house because he knew the policeman was going to be <laughs> a bit convenient but no so the police was on the phone to coroner or whatever and they're basically saying his wife's gonna fly him back so yeah so so and then duke inquires about who this guy was and he's like yeah he's part of this regiment yada yada and it, that's when he kind of clicks to him that moment i know some other people from this regiment because uh my future wife's son was in that regiment so then he goes um well actually no then well he doesn't click then he's when he goes back to the person he's about to marry is it Beatrice Ocean, I think? Yeah. Yeah, Beatrice. No, Ocean. No, 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 no not Beatrice Ocean. Because that's obviously oh, Danny no. Ocean's wife. Is it Adele? Um, probably. Gracie. It was someone. Oh, no, it's Gracie because it's the Bur- Birdford guy. We just call her Sheila. Yeah, Sheila. And Sheila basically says, oh, yeah, my, my son's been here. He's like, wait, what? Yeah, he didn't go. That's when it clicks to him that he, he knows who's done the heist. Apparently. So he goes to meet them. He says, okay, if you give me the money back, you can uh, give me 50% of the money back pretty much. 
and I won't go to anyone. But they pretty much say no. We're gonna we're gonna get rid of it. Yeah, they think they got a master plan how yes, to get rid of it. They do. So while they're in, they all go to the. Sammy drives them to the funeral home where their dead friend is. And they decide to hide the money in the coffin of their friend. And so, yeah, so they do it. And they keep 10,000 aside for his son. And they send it to well, his I son. Well, I said we missed the best scene in the yeah. movie. Okay. Is when they're all in the garbage truck. Yeah. And they put, I don't know why, I don't know why because of the garbage truck. They're putting makeup on yeah. to, be like, look black. That's right, yeah. And Sammy Davis Jr. is just like, oh, like, I knew, like, being this colour would like work so well <laughs> eventually and then just go to him oh yeah how do you usually wipe it off that is the best scene in the movie and again i think it's another dig at sammy dennis jr is, yeah. oh he got the short straw i think time. they probably didn't write that in the script it's just one of them came up with it i just don't get why they put they all put makeup on just to pretend to be garbage truck people just to go in the dark to hide the monies. It's because they want him to like get done for it. That's why they want him to get found out. So they look like him anyway. Yeah. So let, so they hide the money in the the coffin. Keep ten thousand aside for his son. And this is where things go horribly wrong because the wife arrives and she basically says uh, she starts speaking to him that yeah I'm gonna fly his body home. But the funeral director says he was he used to be a serviceman. So we've got some uh, ex serviceman. I forgot what their name was called. What they call them? Paratroopers? Troopers? Uh, uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, so, so like, uh, servicemen to do, like, a, a military burial, as it were. Oh, the Salvation Army. That, that's right, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, basically, they, they all come in, and they realise that, oh, no, they're going to do a burial right here. Although it's not a burial, it's a cremation. What, so, what does that mean? So, they're all, they're all, they all find out that, that it's not going to be delivered. They all run into, like, the... Uh, to um to the to the church where the service is happening and they're all sitting down and they're all like oh no what what's happening yeah one of them one of them says what's that noise (laughs) yeah and we we realize their money has been burned the realization is like oh my god we just sat through two hours and they achieved absolutely nothing (laughs) absolutely part of my kid kid has 10 grand 10 grand kid that's the only one who profited from they seem like the old guy who's done nothing like whoever that chubby guy is at the beginning (coughs) like crying like oh i only like what the fuck have you done why do you earn any money i don't know i don't know i feel like the real mission was um trying to get through this movie It was um, it was painful in parts. It was very painful. Mm, done. Also, uh, just a quick like little Easter egg right at the end where they're all walking away on like the headline board as they're walking away. It had all their names on. Yeah, yeah I saw so. that. Yeah. I didn't think that was an Easter egg. I thought it was just like them. Yeah, because they also had the. <laughs> <was> only... Yeah. <laughs> they also had all their like names pop up at the end again as well. So it's kind of like a double. That's just crazy. That was clever. That was clever because yeah. as I was walking, the names were coming, introducing yeah. them in front of them. And again, yeah. Sammy Dennis Jr. is right at the back. Yeah, by himself as well. I feel for you, Sammy. I feel for you. Let's head back to the actual film, uh, 2001 remake. So in this scene, oh sorry, what was the? Uh, they the... just they just like got together in the house and. That's um, right. Yeah. yeah. Are you in or are you in or are you out? Yeah, they're kind of all kind of humming and iron. After uh, they're like, oh, go through like the lift you can't get down. Yeah. Past the people with guns, past the like un- unopenable safe. Yeah, the unmovable lift, the, un- un- the unopenable safe. Pretty much impossible to break, but yeah. So they all agree. Uh, next few scenes is kind of a little montage of them spying on like security staff and everything. Trying to learn their... Uh, 
learn their routines and who does what and where. Yep. Uh, next is you got the fake British accent guy. I forget his name. What's his name? His name's Basher in the... Um... Basher, okay. Maybe just write that down. And he basically goes down underground to uh, do some stuff under the ground. Uh, next is when you got uh, Rusty who knows like a uh, stripper and she basically nicks a security card off one of the security guards. Uh, this is where he's got his... Uh, balloons and he uh he basically has a little uh argument with um what's his face no the twins have an argument with each other so that's the twins, right, the twins one, yeah. of, one of them goes in with the balloons yeah. one of them's just walking into each other and they have a little bicker and in the meantime while they're distracting um who's the it guy livingston dell yep. um goes in to plant his kind of camera or like log like go into the system that's right yeah so to speak it's to do with the whole cctv recording so they can edit them when they need to um yeah so basically they cover the balloons with the camera and uh he gets in he squeezes in they have a little argument over the balloons and all that stuff and he manages to get out just in time although he on his hand he has like his drawing because he's sweating so much he's so worried it all scribbles out. He doesn't know where he's going. Then he, almost, he thinks he's got caught, but the guy just the other guy is just handing back his uh, pad. And in the meantime, all of that, the building it cuts to them building a cop of the actual vault because they're gonna need practice. Yep. Which I thought that must have cost them quite a bit of money to recreate this vault. Not That's when Ruben comes in. Robin like Ruben is a proper like money spinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a lot of money. And yeah, and then you've got uh, I'm trying to find his name. Who who are you trying to think of? When they're in the car, when he's trying to buy the car. Trying to buy the car. Yeah. Oh, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. That's it. Yeah. With uh, the yeah. hands and like, oh, you got really soft hands. Yeah, and he's kind of like. Frank on. Yeah, he's trying to squeeze his hand really, really hard. Because he wants this still to happen. Two vans. He wants to buy two vans. Two vans. For the highest. And yeah, he gets the little because he squeezes his hand so much. Uh, next, you've got Old Soul getting his uh, his suit fitted for his part in the film. He basically plays this like European businessman. Because as he goes into the casino, he's got like his fake bodyguards. And he's meant to be this really rich man. And like Zolta or something with his head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's Zolta. And uh, he plays a pretty big part in this. He's like... It all goes down to him. Um, then you get introduced to the main... Uh, is it Benedict, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, Benedict, who's like the... Is he the hotel guy? The owner of the hotel. Yeah. Yeah, he's the free, the, yeah, free, yeah. the free casino. Yeah, yeah, he's the, yeah, he's the owner. And it's uh, Matt Damon's character, Linus Caldwell, has been basically following every move he does to uh, work out his, again, schedule what he does so they can... Uh, Basically, they need to get the uh, codes for the safe because they reset every day or was it every few hours or whatever. So they need to find a way to get his briefcase to get the codes out. And this is where you see Julia Roberts walk down some stairs. The highlight of his day. Oh, yes. Yeah, so Julia Roberts and then realises later on that um, she not necessarily messes up the heist but she's involved in it yeah rusty clicks that he knows who it is because she's like oh who is it and she's like oh, i know she is yeah. and that's where he calls danny and like tell me it's not about her because uh rusty thinks that he's only doing this heist to get her back because they uh, used to be married yeah so they have a little conversation about the whole the whole uh, what's her name in this sorry uh, it's, uh, Tess, Tess. Yep. Yep, Tess. Oh, and, uh, next scene is when you've got Soul, who's at the, uh, playing some poker, or Blackjack, or one of the two. And this is where, uh, Terry Benedict comes over, because he wants to speak to him about something. And, uh, Soul's basically saying that he's got some very valuable 
things he needs kept in the uh, safe, <clears throat> which turns out to be like four jewels, but actually bombs, but we'll get to that. Uh, next is when Tess and uh, Denny meet each other, where well, he kind of meets her in a restaurant. And he gets a little bit awkward when uh, Benedict appears. He's like, what are you doing with my girl? Pretty much. Why are you there? But yeah, it turns yeah, out... Because yeah. it says like he's like clockwork. He meets her <clears throat> like here every, every time. time. He's 30 seconds late. So Danny gets to sit there for five minutes until <clears throat> he turns up. <laughs> the reason he's 30 seconds late is because he's been talking to Sol about uh, yeah. storing his valuable items. That only can apparently have to be like doored in the best of security, not his personal safe. Which basically at the end of it, he convinces him. Uh, next is when you got the, the demolition of the old casino from uh, who... What was it? Which is owned by Ruben. Ruben, yes, that's right. Which it. is Ruben's pretty much um, motivation for being in it. He wants to get revenge on uh, Benedict from buy. Did he buy it? I think he bought out his casino, didn't he? Or he made it bankrupt. He was strong armed, yeah. Yeah, strong yeah. Armed. He had to give it over. And uh, well, that Basher is uh, kind of watching TV, and it kind of blows up behind him. He's like wondering why the electricity went out. Uh, next is when the kind of the uh, the amazing Yin has his like little practice moment where they roll the money cart in. He gets out of it. And he does like a backflip onto a shelf, which is pretty impressive to be. He fair. does it perfect, like <laughs> in, pra- in practice. Yeah, but when he came to the real thing, he didn't. Uh, next is when uh, Bashra realizes that there's something wrong with the uh, demolition side of it. Yeah, due to the explosion of the casino, it took out. No, no, due to due to the explosion demolition. of the casino, yeah. it highlighted a fault in the casino systems. Yes. So they're repairing it, and he's like, "Oh my god." And then he has a little brainwave. That's right, yeah. He's like, wait. We can get we can get a pinch. Wait. Yeah, they talk about then they talk about nuclear bombs and how it causes an EMP effect. It wipes out all the electronics. I just love the whole like we're in Barney and they look at it. Barney rubble. Trouble. <laughs> yeah. That's probably my favourite bit from whatever he says for the whole film. Uh, but yeah, so uh, this is where they go to the uh, the university, science university, and they steal the EMP device. Which I thought was a bit convenient. They could have got two vans, and we think, why do they need two vans? Then, oh, this van is used to, like, pick up this. Yeah, but they didn't even know at that time. <laughs> yeah, valid point. Yeah, yeah. it's like, <clears throat> a little bit convenient. What did you think, Paul? Yeah, Tim. I mean, I enjoyed most of the film, to be honest with you. I know. Uh, this was a really good film. I know we'll get that into the end, but... Well, no, it's, um, it, it's hard to... I find it hard to, like, bring bits up, because yeah. you just sort of listen going, yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We sort of throw out criticisms or just agree. It's nothing really you can yeah. sort of add. <laughs> Makes sense. Again, why it's just a great film. Anyway, yeah, so as they're staying in the EMP device, uh, Rusty kind of gets bored because he's told to wait in the van. So he kind of goes well, in Rusty, not Rusty, Matt Damon's character. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, he's, ag- he's agitated lines. by the twins. Yeah, because they get the arguing and stuff. Because they keep yeah. leaving him behind and everything. And... Yeah, so I think it's the whole time they're just testing him. Yeah, it's kind of like, just what would you do? Because he's like the new young guy. So, uh, But then um, he goes in by himself because he gets agitated. And as soon as he goes in, they come out with the item. That was so funny. Yeah, just literally as soon as the door closes behind him, that's it, they're out. Uh, so then they realise he's not in the van. They stop and they realise their security guards kind of going towards him. And this is where he literally just smashes a window and jumps out. I don't know why they're walking so carefully along the top of that thing. Because it didn't seem like, because it was like a grated roof. It didn't seem like that vulnerable. But anyway, he jumps off, gets in the truck, and they're kind of having to go at him. So they crush Yen's hand. That's right, which was a, a little bit of a plot point in that, in the uh, van door. Mate, the acting for that screen that Yen does, he deserves more than a three films on IMDb. Yeah, he does. He's a good, he's not a bad actor. 
So yeah, next is uh when you've got Matt uh, Matt Damon's character has to the Lucius Lucius. It's when Danny kind of they say no to him, and Matt Damon has to take up the uh, character of what's his what's his character. Is oh, this is when you find. Yeah, this is when you find out that George Ocean, Danny Ocean has been blackballed yep. and he can't step foot into any casino no. at all. Red so flag. throws throws the that's it. Red flag. Yep. So throws the whole plan into dispute. Yeah. Even though he can walk into a casino and sit there for half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <up on> it. <laughs> yeah. But hey ho. Hey ho. And uh, so yeah, that happens. And so they have to change their plans. So that's why uh, Linus has to do what Danny had to do. Had to, did, had to do. So they switched characters. Uh, next is when the big boxing fight happened. Between Nick, without um, looking, without looking. It's Klitschko, isn't it? It's one of the Klitschko. Is it Vladimir? Yep. yep. And it's um, what's his face? Yeah, Sonny, the best British boxer of all time. Lennox Chris Eubank. Chris Eubank, isn't it? <laughs> 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 Lennox Lewis. Lennox Chris Lewis. Eubank. Which is interesting because. Dennis Lewis never fought Vladimir. So did they only set this up? No, he fought his uh, fought his brother. brother, his older brother. What's his older brother called? Vitaly. Vitaly. <laughs> so they only so my writing is they only set up this boxing match for this film. I'm guessing so because they have a massive audience. I was like, did they set up this boxing match or did they just film during this boxing match? But I'm guessing they just set the whole boxing match up because that must have cost quite a bit. Well, no, it would have been it would have been a big boxing match. Yeah, and they would have just filmed entrances. Oh yeah, that's right. There's and no difference. And filming a Rocky film. They filmed that before Proper Fighters. Oh, fair enough. I suppose it makes sense. So they have the entrances in that because they got the crowd and they're basically like, look, this is for a film. Everyone go wild. The only difference is it's a match that everyone would actually wanted to see. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, they must have got disappointed when those two got off the box. Right, anyway. Moving on. So his briefcase arrives with all the important stuff in. He escorts him to the room. He takes it off. They have to search the briefcase, make sure there's no funny business in there. Meanwhile, they... Uh, the Rust, no, not Rusty. Uh, Linus's character, who's apparently some an inspector of of like uh, gaming commission. Gaming commission, yeah. He apparently, he's got a criminal working for him, who it turns out to be Cotton. Hello, Cool J. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Bernie Cotton. Mac. Cotton. Yes, it turns out to be him. as like, oh no, so they have to interview him, and the reason they do this is so they can get his the numbers, the security code. Uh, but. While that's happening, uh, the two brothers are pushing the Chinese guy in the money cart into the uh, the safe, pretty much. Do you have a name? Uh, yen. 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 The amazing Yen. I'm sorry, Chinese guy. Amazing Yen. The Chinese acrobat. And meanwhile... Yeah. Which which one is he? The, the small Chinese one. The only Chinese man in this film. Um, so this is the start of the boxing fight where Klitschko and Lewis head out onto the ring. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's not relevant, is it? Nah... A little bit, but nah. He's at the boxing match, which is why they're sort of going for it. Yes, uh, that's kind of the... this. This is why this this explains why Benedict is in such a rush, and he's literally like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my yeah, god!" I need to get out of here. Oh, come yeah. on, come on, come on! Yeah, I just think at this exact moment, there's a lot more exciting stuff happening at the casino. <laughs> Like Danny Ocean's at the bar and he's been da- red flagged. Yep, Danny Ocean's been at the bar has been red flagged. You've got and one has been red flagged. Uh, this is where Lionel uh, steals the codes from Terry. Uh, basically, they um, what's his name again? Say <laughs> like, oh, who? Who? Benedict? Uh, who? The guy they've arrested, not arrested, but put aside. Cotton. Cotton. Um, 
Con, yeah, yeah. The reason they've arrested him is so they can have a little play fight, so they can distract Terry, so they can get his card. Anyway, they get his card. So um, Linus go, goes up, goes into the lift, and as he goes into the lift to get out of it, guess who's there? Danny Ocean, waiting for him, because he's a uh, part of it. Um, next is when uh, Sal um, kind of collapses, I suppose. Yeah. And they have to call in uh, Rusty to be the fake doctor. With a really cool wig. Yeah, really cool, yeah. Uh, skipping back a quick, uh, Mr. Bit, is when uh, <clears throat> Danny Ocean uh, gets found out. I know, I've passed over it. He gets found out, so he gets put into this room with two security guards and he brings big guy in to beat him up, but it turns out it's his friend. That's how he escapes. Meanwhile, his friend is trying to pretend he's fighting. So now, uh, Mid Demon, Linus, and uh, Danny Ocean are on the bottom of the elevator. And this is where... Uh, Basher activates his EMP device. So all the lights go out and everything. All the electronics are gone. And this is when they kind of zip, like just zip wire. zip wire down to the bottom. But they have to cut themselves because it's not long enough. Even though it's pretty much touching the bottom. I think they've got like a minute and 30 before that. Yeah, that's No, right. it's a minute, like the, the pinch. Like, I think it was like 30 uh, seconds. Yeah. Yeah, 30 seconds. Because it was a minute and 30 in the, uh, the original one. So yeah, so all the lights go out. They go down. Lights turn back on after 30 seconds. And... Skipping back to the boxing quick, this is when kind of I don't know why, but just everyone goes a bit mad and everyone starts fighting each other. Well, it would really if it was a boxing match you see on TV. Yeah. What do you call it? It's all kind of all kicks off, don't it? Because someone threw a punch when the light was off. Yeah, that's very true. And not only that, there's like riots in the casino because everyone's trying to steal the money. <laughs> of course you would if the lights were off. Yeah. Then you kind of got a scene of all the staff kind of security here, security here, and all that. Meanwhile, Terry and Tess get out of it because they've had enough. Uh, they did make a little bit of a mistake while um, when they put his briefcase on and rolled a yen into it. They left a brief. The guy left a briefcase on top of the uh, thing he was in. So as he was opening it up, it kind of slid, but he managed to grab it in time. Just about. Kind of a little tense moment there. This is very, where, very tense. Uh, this is also where, because Danny and Linus are at the bottom, they slip a like gas thing to knock out the two guards and they're just waiting for um yen to do the backflip so he can plant the devices on the other side of the door so he can blow the door open pretty much but he does his backflip but he he misses he kind of overdoes it and he just about grubs onto the shelf and he makes it over but as he as he's putting the devices on they're about to blow the door but the device doesn't work. But it's kind of a good thing it doesn't work because uh, Yen gets his span. Well, I'm stuck. Yeah, caught in the door. That was really convenient for those two. And um, so he eventually gets out. The doors are blown up. And what happens next? This way he gets... Now um, Brad Pitt calls Benedict. That's right. Well, and he pretty much forms him. He calls like, his, Robin. They, they They plant Tess with a phone. They call him and she hands it over to Benedict. This is the only thing I thought like, okay, I think the film's like pretty much damn perfect. Yeah. But there's a load of what if, like, so how did they predict yeah. that when the lights came on, yeah. there'd be a riot and the boxing would be called off for them to walk? Because if that phone went off when they were still in the arena, oh yeah, they would have it. down, the fight went on. Which let's face it, they go 12 rounds, blah 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 blah. <laughs> Never heard it, nope. and it have all gone ignored. Oh yes. But as this is a film and it's a story, I'm guessing it works. And it's like the impossible story. Um, yeah. So yeah, basically say to him on the phone that you've got like roughly $160 million in your vault. Um, we're going to take half of it as like a guarantee and we'll leave half there. And if you don't, if you leave us be. Well no, so you can either walk out yourself or we can leave half of it in there as with a bomb next to it. And we'll take half and in the van there'll be a bomb as well. So this is where they change the recordings on the CCTV without them knowing. So they call the police and they come in with a duffel bag. 
and they start stealing the money. And this is where the really good switch happens. Uh, yeah, hang on, hang on. Yep. We need to be very careful with this yes. bit. Yeah. Because I, uh, for a moment, I was a bit confused. I was as well. I was as well. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's actually going on here? Yeah. So w what did you make of it? How did you? Well, when, the, when you first see it, basically you see the police arrive. You see them on the recording and you see the van drive off. So you think they've gone through the van and they left the money, but then the money... No, the police come down into the vault. They go into the vault. It all goes dark. The security lights turn off. Uh, cameras turn off. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Right. The part where he says, you're going to carry the money out for me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so he says, I've... So, so do they leave three, like the five bags, six bags of money outside the safe? No, they just don't take it. They don't take it at all, no. Because he never goes they're only fill, they're, they're saying, as you can see, we're only filling six bags up. Yeah. Whereas you'll take a lot more. You can either let us get away with half yeah. or we burn all of it. Yeah, pretty much. Because they, they said they had bombs. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. But so he's secure. Like, so Benedict's security takes out six bags and puts it in the white van. No. Yeah. No. The Oceans team do that. Yeah. Uh, bear in mind, every time the phone call goes to the police, what's his name? Weasel from Punisher is like already answering for it. Yeah. And who you think is the police or the SWAT team is in fact the rest of the Oceans team. Yeah. Because you got you got Yen, um, George Clooney, and Matt Damon down there. Yeah, the apart from Rusty, I know Rusty goes down as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all go down there. A swap. Got the yeah. bags, but that's and then obviously Benedict assumes like, oh my god, that is the police I called. Yeah, like they're just gonna drag him out, put him in this van as it's as we should do, and then leave it. But then they decide because you see an explosion in the safe, he's like, okay, get me the rest of my money. So in the meantime, the security. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are still not seeing what I'm trying to what I'm saying. Yeah. Go so, on. Okay. Go, go on. Pa again. Paul, back me up here, or are you confused as well? No, I'll go for right, it. Right. So he. Okay. So Brad Pitt's on the phone. He's like, right. We've got. You've got over this much money. You're, yeah. oh, how, how are you going to get it out of my out of my casino yeah. you're gonna do it for me you're gonna have three guards come down pick it up take it to the white van out front and then we'll leave you the rest inside yeah right so um where did that come from okay That's what so, I so what he does where did what come from where did what come the from? six bags of nothing <laughs> no the six bags of but don't forget you're getting confused by the twist and of it all because no, no, the twist of it all is so them six are off in the white van well the white van is full of money, or supposedly six bags of money, and then the, he, it looks like the guys are still working in the safe with the rest yeah. of it. Yeah. So then he sends video. in the SWAT, yeah, which is a fake video, and then the oh, sorry, SWAT, sorry. fake yeah. SWAT team take off with the the rest of the money. Yeah. yeah. So his security team. Sorry, now I remember it. Yeah. Sorry, I saw the I saw the remake like Tuesday. Like literally, his security team take the three or six bags of with white X. What's called it? Playboy. Yeah. Like oh, what's called it? Yeah. Show? Yeah. Flyers. He's put them in the van, so he assumes that's done. Yeah. And yeah, but where did that come from? They handed it come from? to him. Down, they handed yeah, it to him. Hand... Where, from where? They, you didn't, they didn't show that. You just assumed they had it. Basically, he goes with the idea of... And in the cell. In the cell was a load of flyers as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... No, but yeah, but don't forget, that's, that's, the, um, that's the recording. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's it's not. Recording. When he's in there. When he's in there. Yeah, no, no that's no, when they no, blow no. up inside the cell. Because he has the yeah. bags in the cell. Because that's when he sees the explosion. He says, what's, what's on the ground? Does it say the Bellagio? Yeah. yeah. And that's but you see flyers on the floor in there as well. Yeah, Where yeah, did yeah. all the flyers come from? Uh, they put them in there. They... When? I'm guessing it's with the bags. And how did they, they get in. six bags full into the van? 
It's two different safes, wasn't it? Yeah. They made a safe. They were filming it all in their factory. One was a fake safe. Which so, they yeah, had on that's the a video. That's just yeah. a video they'd done hours, like days ago. Yeah. They could have done it. Exactly. Yeah. But Ben thinks he's supposed to think, oh my God, that's my money all blown up. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah. it's only when he sees the floor hasn't got the Bellagio right. on in the, it. In the like, video. Yeah, he, that's right. Yeah. He, he clicked. He clicked. Oh my God. That's not my actual safe. safe. It's just a cup of that. No, I, I don't. I don't think you know, uh, I happily discuss it, man. You got me over five. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours later. But you know what? I get it. I don't know how. Yeah. The bags. That, it's like, I reckon they filled the bags for him. He's talking on the phone, and it's like happening at the same time. Like he's giving him the plan. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. You're, I know what you're saying now. But, to come think of it, you're thinking like, where did these bags come? come yeah. from that his security team put in the in the yeah. white van yeah well what you see is well yeah obviously that happened but also what you see is when the swat are repelling down they've also got a bag each on them as well yeah, that's for the money that's yeah that's the I, money. I, i'm actually i'm actually i can't really say this i'm actually with giorgio now i actually like doesn't make doesn't make sense now like where did all these them where did the six sandwich? bags with white x's come from full of flyers ah uh, yes for the security guards to put it in the van mm-hmm. oh, mate warner brothers again a strongly worded essay in the morning <laughs> We'll let Andrew write most of it. We'll just sign it. Yeah. I'm looking. I'm, I'm gonna read the goofs on IMDb while you continue talking. Let's see if someone's picked it up. Ah, okay, 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 okay. I've got it now. I've just, I've just replayed the scene. So when he's on the phone to him, and he, and they basically say, oh, "We're gonna take half and leave half in there as security." Yeah. The elevator goes up and the doors open and there's six bags there with X's on and the security guards take it out and put it into the van. The white van. Okay, but where did the six full bags of flyers come from? Well, obviously the elevator was already up there, so someone's planted. I don't know who. It doesn't up say. where? They didn't use. They couldn't use the elevator. No, no, but it was already up, so they've already planted it. Someone's planted it as it's already stayed up. Because no one actually went down in the elevator, it's always been up. So when the security guards got to the elevator, it was hadn't moved. So at some point, someone's put the bags in there. It didn't show you who, it didn't tell you who. Okay. So basically, someone's planted the six bags in the elevator. The security guards have got it from there. They haven't been down. Oh, 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 were the bags always in the van? Well, they escaped yeah. through the elevator, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, eventually, yeah, they did, yeah. That's probably, they're already, probably put it in the elevator and probably already moving. That's right, yeah, because it's obviously, the times are a little bit messed up. And all um, climbing above it, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Okay, so all right, all right. Another thing, while he's on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm staying in your I'm I'm staying in your hotel. Hint, mini bar. Because he eats a lot. Yeah, he eats a lot. <laughs> I'm guessing he I'm guessing he's like what you call it. So his room will have the highest mini 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 bar tab. It's yeah. a running joke, but like he's fucking eating every fucking scene. Yeah, it's meant to be like. I'm sorry, kids. I swear a lot of you enjoying the show. I'm really sorry. Yeah, I'll put the explicit rating on like I do every show. Yeah, I start. I started that. Just, just so we can cover <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> Were you the first one to swear in the Ghostbusters? Wait, it was with you and Doug. Cool, yeah, so it was. Anyway, so anyway, so they got the van. The van's driving off. The security are chasing the van. They eventually stop the van at the airport. They open the door. They realise it's been mock controlled. They open the back of the van. It blows up. Flies everywhere. That's one spit. And it's like, okay. So they weren't in the van. What's happened next? So the SWAT team then move into the to the to the location, uh, to the vault. And then it blows up again. It's like, wait a minute. Two bits of money are blown up? But there's flies on the floor. Then that's realised uh, when Terry sees the floor of the bank, it's not his one. So it's like, okay. Uh, then he's down there in the vault with the SWAT. And they're saying, oh, that's all clear. Then he, he goes back to watching the videos. And then they realise it doesn't say them. But then it shows you all of them, all the Ocean's Eleven 
dressed up as SWAT team. Then they see him drive off and he's like, wait a minute. So then he goes back to the room where Danny is because he thinks, wait a minute, is he involved in this? But he's still getting beat up by the thing because he's made it back in time, apparently. And um, he gets him arrested. But yeah, so they've, they've escaped in the spots. And uh, Tez runs over to uh, Danny because he's getting arrested. He said, how long have been three to six months and then you've got them uh the rest of the oceans 11 kind of all just watching looking at the uh casino at fountain. the end yeah fountain they walk off individually then its screen goes black and says six three to six months later you've got uh, rusty waiting for danny who's wearing exactly the same suit he gets into the car and tess is in the back he's like he went over he went over pretty easy in this film i think <laughs> And um, as they drive off, happily ever after, um, Benedict's two guys are following them. And that is the end of the film. Which spawned two sequels. Yes. And a, uh, another remake. A spin-off kind of remake. What, well, Ocean's 8? About yeah. to come out. Which is an all-female car. Oh, really? Ghostbusters Mark II. Oh, yes. It should be I, suppose got Melissa, I suppose it's got Melissa McCarthy in as well. Oh, it's got Rihanna, everyone. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Rihanna in it? Yeah, Sandra Bullock's in it. Loads of yeah. them. Everyone you can think of is in it. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Ocean's 8. Where's, where's the cast? Oh, Matt Damon's going to cameo in it. Oh, actually, top bill cast. He's the only person... Oh, no. So Dakota Fanning. Uh, Anne Hathaway. Oh, I like Dakota Fanning. Yeah. Helen Bonham Carter, Kate Blanchett, Sandra Bullock, Sarah Paulson. Anne Hathaway. Damien Lewis, who I heard is the, going to be the bad guy in it. Yeah. Rihanna. Mindy Kelling. Oh, that's it. Oh, maybe Miss McCarthy isn't in it. Oh, Bridget Gabe as a club smoker. Good role. Interesting. It's being produced by uh, George Clooney as well. Is it? Yeah. Oh, he's bound to have a cameo in it. Probably like right at the end when they all meet up. Probably be the part when he gets put in jail. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so... Oh, that's good call. Yeah. And it leads up to Ocean's Eleven. But then you got 9 and 10. Maybe start of a new trilogy. Perhaps it is, yeah. Kind of a, a big Ocean's 24 team or whatever it's going to be. <laughs> anyway, right, so thoughts on both films. Who wants to go first? Um, yeah, I don't mind diving in. Yep. Um, basically, I felt the original... I don't. Obviously, they weren't actors. Do you know what I mean? They no. were just like cool... They were just cool guys. They were big names for the time. Pretty yeah, cool. and I was, I was saying to like... I spoke to Andrew on and I was saying that I felt like the original was a film almost put together to put all these guys in a film. Yeah. While the remake, they got the cast in to, like, suit the film. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. So they had sort of better cast than that. But the second one was just, I mean, well, the remake, just great film. Oh, yeah, I'd agree just, with that. All, all the scenes really thought out. The actual robbery itself, just so clever. Because you're just expecting it. But the way they're just even confusing the person watching it by switching the tapes and all this until they unveil it. And you go, ah, oh, shit, that's fucking good. I mean, it's just, um, it's great all round. Really, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Um, the original just... I just felt it dragged. Had it too many songs. Um, I thought they were all cool, but um, yeah, I felt that they just dived in with the plan, having never really discussed the plan. It felt like, like we said that you kind of just chuck in halfway for a film. Is um, yeah, it just didn't grip me, to be honest with you. Like I said I watched it, but by the end, I just I wanted it to be over. While the remake, I really got into it, and I think um, yeah, I think it holds up very very well. So I think I have to go with the remake for this one. Fair enough. Valid points. Who's next? Okay, yeah, so I felt I felt the first one, nineteen sixties Oceans Eleven, was more of an advert. Um commercialized 
movie to just help help both sides like the, so the movie industry gets a bit of money and the, the musicians get a bit of money you know i think i don't know this might be a long stretch but think of um oh, what's that movie called now with eminem you know it's a, eight mile eight mile that's it yeah. you, you know you you put someone famous in there you're gonna you, you've got easy money from the actual fans and then I'm uh, in black three yeah um but yeah but then the the so the two two thousand and one Ocean's Eleven, like it was a great, great movie. Um, I think that it was one of the first ones that I can recall where they had so many familiar faces in the cast. That it's like, oh, you have to watch this. It's like not one person is the um, headliner, if you if you want to call it that. Yeah, I'd agree. With yeah. That. And so it was like, oh, wow, we've got to see this. This, this is going to be epic. Um, and it was, it was. And it had the, those twists and turns to keep you thinking, um, which made it very enjoyable fun to watch indeed and it wasn't boring or long oh no it got it got straight into it i'd agree with that another movie just like with the fantastic four last week another movie that's made me now want to watch the other ocean movies yes i, I still haven't seen the silver surfer yet ignore 12 ocean 13 is really good but 12 is rubbish point noted so uh, andrew you'd uh, pretty much agree with paul that like the the remake is a lot better than the original yeah okay. yeah okay so in that case um regret. yeah i think the original was like great plot rubbish like execution like it takes like 55 minutes to like they keep on saying like we got a plan for money it takes 55 minutes into the two hours and seven minute like time frame to actually say they're gonna rob casinos it takes an hour to actually get into vegas then i feel it's really rushed and really like short and then it kind of gets interesting like oh how they're going to get away with the money and you find that they don't whereas the remake like seems just ticks all the boxes so it's it's 10 minutes shorter but you feel like it introduces every character properly like with the original not being funny some of them I don't even know what they did apart from the five main people did the vague scene and you had their five like suppose henchmen I don't think that's a fair cut <laughs> for like to split the money whereas in the next one everyone plays their part and everyone's introduced everyone has their own screen time um it's really well done there's like twists upon twists like andrew said it's probably one of the first films with like an all-star studied cast where like jesus like all these people in one film um it's probably like the first one for its time and i don't let's say going on the title of this of this podcast lazy hollywood i don't think they use the title oceans 11 to get people to the cinemas to watch it by the by the cast and the story alone um but then back in that day 1960 that pro- obviously because it wasn't well taken it wasn't a good movie but i very much enjoy the sequel and i was very enjoyed watching it again um again watching the prequel about probably like six years ago i wasn't looking forward to seeing the prequel again and it just reminds me like how not to do a good movie um but yeah sorry long story short remake rules yeah, I mean, I suppose I'll go on to it a little bit. Um, I'd agree with you guys, really. Um, the it was it's just the original ones are kind of a boring film. I enjoyed the music. I like I like that kind of old school type of music, like French Sinatra and D. Martin and all that. But I didn't know what the film was trying to be. It wasn't it was like was it a serious? Was it like a sing along film? What was it? I think it would have been a lot better if it would have been a comedy back then, a more comedic thing, because it, it needed something else apart from singing and random phone calls every five minutes to keep you drawn into the film. It just wasn't a really good film and it was kind of 
I suppose a pointless film at the end because nothing really happens. They kind of all do all that. They go for all that effort. You go for two hours for them just to burn all the money. Yeah, in the end, it's like I know it's probably meant to be like ha ha, and they've kind of lost all the money. But it wasn't even funny. It was just it just felt pointless. Um, completely. Well, when, want... when did the Italian job come out? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, not that. Is that, is that 68 or something? That was 69. No, because the ending felt very similar to that. <laughs> yeah. Since they had got it, but I know Italian Job was left over for a sequel that never happened. happened yeah. But it, it felt like that sort of vibe, like they'd gone through all that thing for no reason. It almost felt like, what I'm saying is, it felt like they all sort of thought it was a cool, funny ending at the time. I get what you're saying, yeah, but I think because the rest of the film wasn't that great, add anything to it. I mean, if it would have been like a, a kind of almost like a light-hearted comedy film, then it probably would have been funny at the end for that to happen to them. But it's well, just... no, it's almost like the, the Italian job did a better version of the same. Yeah, film. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that definitely. And being like nine years before, they probably not that they took some stuff, but it was influenced by it. Maybe, possibly. Yeah. I don't know, but <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um. But yeah, I think it's just, again, you've got some massive names in there. Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. and a couple of others. But they're not really well-known actors. They're kind of more known for the singing. Oh, I don't know. Frank Sinatra's well-known actor. Yeah, yeah, Frank Sinatra. And Dean, Mar- and Dean Martin. Yeah, but they're more known for their singing. For, for me, at least. For me. Um, yeah, I mean, if they weren't for the singing, they wouldn't have been actors. Nah, that's true. No. They only got those roles because they're big singers. Um, so I think, not necessarily a pointless film because it was the original film. I just don't think it was really good. And I, would probably, I wouldn't suggest anyone, even if you're a big fan of the uh, Rat Pack, <coughs> I wouldn't go out and see it. It's just two hours wasted. It feels like. On the flip side, the uh, the remake 2001 kind of kind of similar because it was again a massive cast, loads of famous people and from our time, big names out there like George Clooney, Matt Damon, Brad Pitt, Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber, Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, the way they set up the film, much better. Their job seems better. It didn't seem over the top. It's kind of you knew what they're doing. The characters were more interesting, and the way the little twist they did at the end was good it just didn't feel like oh god another half an hour of this film it, you enjoyed the film throughout the whole thing and there weren't that many flaws in the film apart from the end which was a little bit confusing but we got there in the end I, yeah I, I would i would definitely recommend oceans 11 2001 version a watch if you haven't seen it yet it's a great film really good film so i think as a whole i think this will say this one isn't lazy hollywood we said yeah. it's a good remake it's good hollywood well done hollywood yes exactly. that's on the back hollywood this is possible. This is very, very good. On that note, does anyone want to add a think before we end this week's show? Not no, no. Hold uh, your feet. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, in that case, well, uh, that'll be the end of this week's show. What's going yeah. on next week, Paul? Well, next week we are doing Miracle on 34th Street, I believe. Oh, I can't wait to do this one. As we edge towards Christmas, we all start jingling our bells and get excited. I'm already jingling. <laughs> yeah. Until then, um, make sure you follow us at underscore Lazy Hollywoods. Um, yeah, fire us questions, feedbacks, anything like that on the show. We always announce the films that we're watching, like say now, if you watch them, just send us a message. It's us. We'll get back to you. Even if you just throw your feedback out there, we'll read it out. We're sweet with that. Um, also, we're on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe and comment on that. It's much appreciated. Also, share it, please. Tell people to do the same. Um, yeah, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, 
everywhere. Bell and everything. of course, SoundCloud. We love yes. SoundCloud. Um, intro music done by Repair to Ruin. Make sure you check them out on iTunes, Twitter, or even their website. Um, show them some love because we appreciate what they've done. And um, yeah, until then, just watch some Christmas films. Yeah, be all Christmassy and everything. Yeah. It's so, the most wonderful time of the year. Can't wait till next show. Oh man, I thought you guys would do ding dongs. All right, ding. <laughs> Too late. I know, ruined, sorry, it. I ruined it. I'll edit it. Anyway, on that note, it's a goodbye from me. See you later. Here we live. See you all soon. Okay, obviously you've just listened to the show and the show is finished, but we thought we'd do a little bit of lazy Hollywood extra. We got myself, obviously Paul, we got Nick and you got Griff have stayed on and we thought we'd come up and somewhat come up of our own Ocean's Eleven. Oh yes. Based on movie characters throughout the ocean. Yeah. Obviously based on Ocean's not being the leader but having the same title. Yes. Right. So Let's go straight into it. Who has who's there? Who's who wants to go first? So I think basically run through. What we're going to do is yeah. we're going to all throw names out there and yeah. we'll pick the best one. Okay. To suit that row, yeah. Nick's going to jot them all down, yeah. and he'll have a complete list that after the episode we'll post on to um, Twitter or something. Works. Yep, does. Beautiful. Right. So who wants to go first? Who wants to say the leader first? The leader. Okay, I'll go first. Yeah. Let's swap it. Bacon from Snatch. Okay. Now he knows what he wants. He knows what he doesn't cut no shit, and he he knows how to rob blinds and stuff like that. My guy was bacon from Snatch. Not bad, not bad. Good reasons. I mean, my leader for slightly different reasons. Yep. But obviously, he's a proven survivor. Needs is um. I've gone for preacher from Deep Blue Sea. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Because obviously he's proven in these high-pressure situations that he can get the job done. And he's not going to crack under pressure like some other men. So, Preacher, a.k.a. LL Cool J, leading from the front. Damn. Right, on the, um, on the opposite side of the spectrum, I suppose, I've gone with someone who I think person can turn a bad situation into a good situation. And they can help anyone, so that's why they're my leader. And that person is Mary Poppins. Perfect. So my leader, Ocean's Eleven. Spoonful of sugar. <laughs> will help the medicine go down. Mary medicine Poppins. Go down. Medicine, medicine go, go down. down. Spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. <laughs> in the most delightful way. I think she would fit perfectly into um... Ocean's Eight. No, the original. Oh, the original. She, oh, yeah, she would, wouldn't she? Yeah. Just go along, have a little sing-along with them all. A little bus journey. She'd be a great, she'd be a great leader for them. They'd be sitting there and go, let's have a little sing-song before we get there. Right, and that so case... Are we, like, are we like agreeing which out of the three we think, or...? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I like Griff, Griff's sitting there going, I'm the only one that made a serious argument. <laughs> but um, I might have to edge towards Mary Poppins. I think I'm going to have to stay with Mary Poppins. I was going to go with, I was going to go with the preacher. Deeply <laughs> <laughs> see. Okay, uh, but two for Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins wins. Mary Poppins wins. Mary Poppins is our leader. Yes. I don't think he's Mate, this could be an epic 11. Oh, I'm going to drop down who wins each one. Yeah. This could be an epic 11. It would right. post, uh, I don't think you'd back me up with Preacher. I didn't think oh, you'd back me up friends, with Mary Poppins. Mate, we're friends. I thought we were friends anyway. For, right. for us, they were so bizarre. I wouldn't have got it. Anyway, so right, next one. Right-hand man. I, I didn't suggest anyone for this one. Okay. So I'm just going to... Going to pass it on. Or are you going to... Okay. 
I went what was that? big I went Begbie from train spotting. Okay. Mate, if you get out of line, he will fucking end you. He will kill you and yeah, I went for Begbie from train spotting. Fair enough. How about Paul? What was you gonna throw out there? I was just gonna throw out um Thunderlips from Rocky Three. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Right. I don't you don't really have a reason. Okay. But I don't think he needs one. Okay, my right hand man is someone who worked hard. Who will never stop for you and is always reliable and always Justin Bieber. His name is Forrest Gump. Oh shit! But I don't think Forrest Gump would rob. No, but he would for the right. His mama told him. Nah, I don't know. I don't don't think Forrest Gump would. um, You don't think he would do it? Go the wrong side of the law. (laughs) He thinks too good. Okay, so what are we going with? I'm sticking with Thunderlips. I'm sticking with Big B. So you're the side voting here. Can I just stick? I was going to stick with Forrest Gump. Ooh, what do we do? Three-way split. Right, Nick, toss Nick, toss give, for it. No, no. Give, <laughs> Nick, Nick, give, a, give a reason for Forrest Gump. Yeah. Okay, so he's loyal. He always says what he does, and he'll never stop running for you. That's a good case. Right, I'm gonna ch- I'll change my vote, and I'll go to Griffin. Because I don't think Forrest Gump... Would do robberies. Yeah, no, I don't okay. think. And if he, you said he's honest. He's but, then Forrest, but then Forrest Gump would work with Mary Poppins. That is true. I don't think he would. Oh, going, from the original, going from the new lineup we're getting, <laughs> I can't see Begbie with Mary Poppins. Yeah, but it would have to. But I can, see Thunder, I can see Thunderlip. Or... Would that or I can lip. see... Thunderlips would be better than Forrest Gump with Mary Poppins. We'll go Thunderlip. I'll go, go Thunderlip. Okay, so it is Thunderlips then, as right-hand man. Brother. <laughs> right, in that case, Demolitions. Uh, I obviously went with John McClane. Oh. Can see the man, why. The man mounted from Die Hard, obviously, needs no explanation. He's just Demolitions, he'll get it done. Yes, I'd agree with that. How about Griff, what do you think? The Incredible Hulk, ultimate destruction. Hulk slam! <laughs> And he and he and he won't die if he's in the, mid- if he's in the middle of it. Onto the Hulk. All right. Um. I went with something similar color, but different person. I went with Shrek. <laughs> Very gassy guy. So you know he should be good with explosions from the rear. <laughs> right. Who are we picking? No, I'm sticking with Hulk. Yeah, we'll go with Hulk. I, I would go I, with Shrek. I think Thunderlips and Hulk would work well together. Okay, so we're going with the Incredible Hulk for a demo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so next is Money Man. Who will fund this operation? Okay, I went with Jordan Belfort from The Wolf of Wall Street. I can see why. And he's a, and he, and he's a bloody criminal as well. That's a great shout. I've got no one. I might, unless Nick pulls a blind. I have gone with Austin Powers. Groovy, baby. I think Griff might have this one. Okay. I'd love to see, I would love to see Mary Poppins work with him. <laughs> That's the selling point for me. Yeah. So who are we going with? Jordan Belfort, yeah. Jordan Belfort. Yeah. Right. Who have you got for your drivers, guys? So I went with I can't remember his name in it, but I thought just out of like nostalgia. Hmm. Went Paul Walker. Oh yes. Fast and the Furious, Furious series. And because he's the king of car chases over all the films, I went James Bond. Pretty strong lineup there. I'll go yeah. next, I suppose. I went with Mr Bean. <laughs> So I think he's good in tight gaps with his little mini, so I think he'll be good manoeuvring. Then I went with, because he can kind of cheat and control the vehicle with his powers, I went with E.T. Oh, put that side the box there. Yeah. Good shout. Well, I went with old um, Nick's mate from the Italian job. <laughs> the old Char- Charlie. 
Yeah. <laughs> I thought he could get involved. And also, um, went for is it Frank Martin or Jason Staten from the Is It Transporter? Oh, yes. I think he's yeah. You know what? I think that's definitely one of them. I'll yeah. get a second. I'll give it a second there, Transporter. I think he's a. He's, um, he's got so we've got in. two for Transporter, do we? I think he's going to be one of the drivers, Transporter. Okay, okay. right. I'll put that on. Uh, who is the other one, though? I am sticking with ET. Do you know what? I think fuck it. Just throw ET in there. We'll go ET, yeah. ET, yeah. Yeah, you just got to, isn't you? It's ET. CT, it is ET. Right, okay. Inside Man. Uh, oh, I've got um, Johnny Utah. <laughs> Johnny Utah. Oh, shit, that's a good call. That it's is a pro- good call. His, his track records, he's a pro- Really, really good call. I think he's did, proven. What did you go with, Griff? I went Mystique. Ooh, throwing out. Because, like, she can, like, take... Well, yeah, she can just be whoever she wants to be. I went Mystique. Okay, I went with someone who it's kind of... Not necessarily because of his skills as an inside man, but because he's so complete opposite, he might get away with it. I went with Rocky Balboa. (laughs) Yeah, I'll go Johnny Utah. We could have had Rocky Balboa and Thunderlips teaming up though again. We could. He is law. I don't know, Paul, you can swing it. I'm going with Rocky Balboa. Did you I'm going to go Johnny Utah. Yeah, I'm quite content with my vote for this one. Johnny Utah. Proud. Okay. And if you're interested in Johnny Utah and Point Break, please listen to our past episode of Lazy Hollywood. Point Break's a terrible film. What the remake is anyway. Both Johnny Utah though. That's true. That's, the, that's what you guys are suckers. You thought I meant Keanu Reeves. I didn't. I meant the other one. <laughs> He always does his snowboard and throw people off mountains. Right, okay. Okay. Flexibility. I'm um, saving mine to last. I'm going to see what you two say. Okay. I didn't get anyone for this, okay. so I'm just going to throw out Catwoman. Catwoman? Pretty good. I went with Tarzan. Oh my god, you guys are idiots. I went with Mr. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's done. Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. You just can't argue with that, really, no, can you? No, you cannot. Okay. Old... That's the one I thought, like, oh, let's be interested if all three of us get the same thing. Because it's really flexible. Yeah, that's so, true. He did, he did run it. I think it became yeah. so obvious. I just looked past it. Yeah, I think I did the same. So, uh, old pro, who's your old professional in the group? Yeah. Oh, go on. Um, Willy Wonka. Oh. I almost went with that, you know. I almost went with that. I, I changed did, I did, my mind. I did think of you when I went for that. I thought he's um, he's clearly the old pro in this situation. I went with Henry Jones Senior, who's Indiana Jones's dad. Oh. oh wow. Sean. I went Connery. the. I went. I went the dude from the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Even though I feel like Nick must have picked Senior for a reason, it's hard not to have the dude in there. But I don't know how proactive he'd be. If you're arguing Forrest Gump, yeah. he'll be at the bar having a white Russian. Yeah, you've got to maybe well, say... Well, it's not Forrest Gump in there, it's Thunderlips. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if we if we put Forrest Gump out yeah. for a similar reason, I think the dude's got to be out. Yeah. Because I, I can't see him being much use. No. Not trustworthy. Yeah. So, I think Nick might have this one. Henry Jones Senior it is. I think my first senior in there out of nowhere. Okay. Good, good. Okay, you're technology guy. Right, I fucking got this. If you guys, like, get on better than me, yep. go on, you two first. Okay, I'll go. Uh, I went with Terminator. Right. Um, went with Zordon from the Power Rangers. <laughs> Pretty good. I went with Neo. Neo, but is that double Keanu Reeves though? That is. I walked. You've already had him. But you said it was. You didn't. You said it was from the other point break. <laughs> Why would you vote for the other point break? <laughs> can we have double Keanu? Reeves? We can have double Keanu Reeves. All right. In that case, I think he's got it. In there. Yeah. Okay. Right. Pickpocket. I think I've got this one, so I'll let you guys go first. No, I've got this. Well, I I had one which I'm going to say, but I want to change it. Okay. Say it first, and we'll change it after. First one was Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yep. I think he's a little shit. But 
I want to change it to Michael Jackson and Moonwalker. <laughs> oh. That's a good shout. I don't really have a case, but I just I can see it in him. He would all be fucking pickpocketing. Yep. Okay, Griff, what are you going with? I went Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Nice. Yeah, I can see we were. I can see that. From, a- from X-Men, um, yeah. Imagine if I went for The Flash. Ooh. I think I win this one because this guy can cheat. He doesn't have to run. He doesn't have to do anything. He can just stand there and he can automatically pickpocket you. You got Mr. Bean. I went with Harry Potter. Oh. Just a little spell. Teleport you. But going on like Forrest Gump and like the dude, I don't think he would use his powers for evil. But there is a certain part of Harry that does turn evil at one point. So if he's got it in him, I think before he gets that one doubt, Quicksilver's in there. Boom. That's true. I mean, Quicksilver would be the most practical out of yes. Quicksilver, Michael Jackson, and Harry Potter. <laughs> and with Quicksilver, you can get a good song while he does it. But I think my vote goes to Michael Jackson. Yes. Oh, Michael Jackson wins it then. <laughs> Uh, making sure we got. No, I was making sure we got no kids in the team. Yeah, it's allowed. Just because I want. <laughs> Why has no one put Justin Bieber in this fucking team? Oh, 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 oh. Okay. oh should we not? Should we throw an extra one? Who's the owner of the casino? Like Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Justin Bieber. Oh, okay. Owner of the casino is Justin Bieber. They're robbing his casino. And who's who's the lady interest? Ooh. Oh, um, Ooh. Kelly from Saber the Bell. Yeah, or Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, yes. Or Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, from the Magpot. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mate, we've got our 11. The only fortunate thing is, because we put Michael Jackson in the end, yeah. that film can never be made. Is, it, oh, is that a reason to take out Michael Jackson? Because if we plug this to, like, Warner Brothers or something mm. like that... I can have one of his kids play it or something. I don't know. Yeah, they've got, they got masks on all the time. Yeah. Not okay. the same. All right, should we remove Michael Jackson in by default? Because he's dead? Okay. Yeah, because he just wouldn't be there because he's dead. Yeah. So Quicksilver is the one. I'm guessing Quicksilver wins. Oh. Right, okay. So this is the list, guys. So from bottom to top. So we have our pickpocket, Quicksilver. Yeah. Then we have our tech guy is Neo. Our old professional was Henry Jones. Yeah. Sexable guy is Mr. Fantastic. Inside man, Johnny Utah. Our two drivers are Transporter and E.T. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Is it, oh. is it on the bike? Huh? Is it on the bike? Or? Can be. <laughs> you fly a bike. Ah, uh, oh, flying. If you flies the bike and Mary Poppins sing a song about it, instead of fly a kite, fly a bike works out perfectly. Let's go fly, fly a bike. <laughs> Up to the heart. So we've got Money Man as John Belfort. Jordan Belfort. Jordan, sorry. Jordan Belfort, Demo as Incredible Hulk, Right Hand Man, Thunderlips, and our leader to rally all these troops together, Mary Poppins. Well, you know so, Mary Poppins. <laughs> we need to get E.T. and Johnny Utah out there right now. <laughs> you know what I thought, though? Just, just to say everything. No, you said Henry Jones Sr. He's yeah. a junior. Mate, go and the same actor. What's his name? Whatever his part is in The Rock. Oh, yeah. That could be one. Plays a good part in that. Also in need of Extraordinary Gentleman. He's... Oh, I refuse to see that movie. <laughs> but he's kind of like the old guy in that as well. Um, see, That's that, a good left though. That is a good left. I'm most proud of Mary Poppins. I think she'll make a great leader for our criminals. I think you got it in a great place, if I'm honest. Yeah. How do you want to end this? Basically, what I want to end it is, look, you've heard our list. We want to hear yours. Send your list to at underscore lazy Hollywoods. Just hashtag my oceans eleven. Just list your people. Um, and um, yeah, comment, subscribe. You've heard it previously at the end. I don't need to repeat it. Just get involved. Why not? See you next time.
Christmas. What is your? What is your? Eo eleven. Let's go fly a kite up to the highest height. Let's go fly a kite and send it soaring up up to the atmosphere up where we're very clear. Go, let's go. Fly a, a kite. kite. Take that, Dick Van Dyke. Oh, yes. Right. <laughs>